talk about some weird alien encounters because it's my birthday episode and I'm going to make these guys listen to strange alien stuff. Happy birthday, Ben. Happy birthday. This now makes me regret that I didn't choose, like, my favourite subject for my birthday. You should have. I know. I'll remember for next year. (laughs) No, you won't. I will. We're going to review WCW's 1997 Bash at the Beach pay-per-view. I don't mind that. Off the top of my head, I have no idea. Will you survive a series 91 where Hulk Hogan fought The Undertaker? That's one of my favourites. Yeah. Oh, bad memories for me that period. I remember crying on the sofa when when he lost the belt to Taker. I didn't know it wasn't real, Ben. Well, he did get tombstoned onto a steel chair, guys. Yeah, right onto his head. I've told this story before in here, I know I have, and I was very tearful. But anyway. Yeah? My mother said to me, I'll never forget, I'm sure he'll win it back, don't worry. <laughs> Fucking did, didn't he? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> the Hulkster. Never uh, called me the N-word. <laughs> still love you, baby. <laughs> You're still my hero. <laughs> well, he's going to be somebody's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only Hulkamania. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, come on. When, he, when he does come back and he, he does get to the old yellow and gold, the gold and uh, orange and whatever, and... The, the song cooks in and everyone goes and everyone cheers and you're like, yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's a, well, a welcome slice of nostalgia. Ain't no Bob Backlund, though. <laughs> Apparently, that cross-faced chicken wing <laughs> is an actual amateur wrestling move and hurts like fuck even when you, you can't put it on in a pretend sort of way. Yeah. So the dude who's there selling it going, okay, hurt, is actually feeling quite <laughs> uncomfortable. And he's a fucking weird old dude. Is he? He is fucking weird. So it's like I... he's from the 1940s or something. Like <laughs> Probably is. And just, <laughs> well, yeah, but like, oh, he's a weird man with his little dicky bow and he, he's very, like, all-American. And, Does he just know, show up at, like, WrestleMania's backstage? Occasionally and stuff, but he, he's really balmy and, uh, you know, like, when he did his Hall of Fame speech, they had to, it was basically mm. the old hook around the neck, like, all right, He's hey. got to be getting on now, hasn't he? Yeah, because he, he was an ear at the end of his career when I started. He was old it. when he came because yeah. he was the champion before. So it was Bob Backlund, then the Iron Sheik, then Hulk Hogan, and Bob Backlund disappeared for years. And then Vince brought him back in like the nineties when we were yeah, kids yeah. as like just a, you know, I guess nostalgia to the. But we didn't. When I was ten, I didn't know. I was like, who the fuck is this old dick <laughs> yeah. in his little shit pants? Yeah. Why is he fighting Bret Hart? Because everybody had like cool names, cool yeah. names. <laughs> he was just Bob Back. <laughs> <laughs> so you always stuck out for me. It's true, though, isn't it? Oh God, called Bob Back. In the red corner, the Ugandan giant Kamala. And in the blue corner. Bob Backlund. He didn't need a gimmick. No. <laughs> he looked like a fucking history teacher or something. <laughs> See me after class, Mr. Hitman! <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, we divulge. That's our weekly wrestling fix. <laughs> we'll get some more in at some point, I'm sure. Uh, um, so, um, first, we're going to do some weird news. 
there to go 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we'll crack on with the main thrust of today's topic. Uh, let's also say hello to some new listeners, listeners yeah. across the globe. Notice I'm saying globe and not flat earth. Um, Estonia, Brazil, Australia, is that a newbie? Could be. Uh, we've definitely had Vietnam before. Hello to Vietnam. Oh, good oh, morning! Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That too. <laughs> Weird film, that. Eh, it's not one of my favourites. I'll be controversial. I don't actually like Robin Williams that much. Oh, I'm not like a, a super fan, but yeah, I do like him. But isn't it, isn't it my memory correct that it's like a bit of a comedy then goes all fucking sad at the end? Like yeah. Really a bit, a bit Vietnam-y. Yeah, Vietnam comes tend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have a happy ending. Uh, <laughs> Unless you want to be a Kong, I suppose, then it would have a happy ending, but uh, after years of struggle and sacrifice. Uh, Charlie, don't surf. Well, he did after. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Play the jingle. <laughs> let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. I've got a follow-up. You remember ages ago we said that Billy Corgan saw someone turn into a shape-shifting reptile? We did. So I do. Uh, now he says that shape-shifting reptilians run the satanic music industry. Oh, Billy, put the joint down. <laughs> Billy, put the joint down. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so what's he got to say? Well, Smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan has opened up about his experiences in the record industry, telling Howard Stern he's witnessed a shape-shifting humanoid in the flesh before opening up to production staff after the show, informing them that the record industry Illuminati is controlled by non-human reptilians. Responding to a Howard Stern joke about reptilians, Corgan became serious and said, not to add to the conspiracy, but I've had paranormal experiences in my life that sort of lend itself into that category. He said, I'm turning red, I'm so embarrassed. Let's just say I was with some moment and I saw a transformation I can't explain. Howard Stern asked the person transformed into something other than human. Corgan responded, yes, I saw it. I was totally sober. Imagine you're doing something and suddenly you turn around and there's somebody else standing there. It's hard to explain without going into detail. I'd rather not do it. I'm sure we've heard them quotes before. We have, but you know he's not at the satanics. Okay. Uh, he said he was being vague on air out of fear for his career and the well-being of his loved ones. He says, demons exist. They are real. They are reptilian. That's why the Bible says Eve was seduced by a snake. Substitute reptile for snake. Well, snakes are reptiles, will you? Corgan said before elaborating about his experience with the record industry Illuminati. It was something along the lines of, uh, the reptilian said to him, even though he can't remember the exact words, but it was something along the lines of, all humans will suffer in unending agony, and if you've ever had to listen to Justin Bieber, you'll find it he's right. Um, it's a shitter, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, to put it bluntly, yeah. I'm going to say to you, unending agony... I'm going to say to you, though. Oh, Cyrus, you know, Justin Bieber. Look, I'm First not... Brexit, now this. <laughs> Can't even cut the music industry anymore. I'm not fucking Columbo, but... You'd be a lot cooler if you were. Uh, hey, I'd have one eye as well. But listen, he's just said that he was completely sober. Now, I don't have the best memory in the world, but I'm pretty sure if a human being shape-shifted when I was completely sober into a reptile... And spoke to me, and I'd be it. able to tell you word for <laughs> fucking word what the fucking lizard man said because well it's not sort of everyday occurrence is it? No. What if he was using say an archaic language like English but sort of... Well he shouldn't be able to 
translate any of it then? He's speaking like, uh, you know, if you listen to a scientist. Sometimes you listen to a scientist speak mm-hmm. and you, you, you only pick up some half the words. Oh, you mean like when we watched Philip K. Dick give that interview and I couldn't make up the fuck he was saying? Yeah, I, I don't know, Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy. Well, but, alright, what's he set to gain from this? Like, if it's bullshit. Yeah. If it's a lie, what do you think he's? He thinks the end game. Does he just want to get his name back so, in the paper? Well, he's won know? over. He's in. He tried to get in with the wrestling crowd, and he's kind of still in with them. Is this his attempt? At, oh, now I'm, go- I'm going to become like the darling of the conspiracy world. Yeah. Do you think he's after a sainthood on the show? Well, he could be. Slight tangent, but very related. What are your opinions on this whole demonization of conspiracy theory that's happening? Because YouTube are going to stop uh, videos with conspiracy. Being recommended. Themes being recommended. Uh, videos about Tower 7 have all been removed. It's becoming harder and harder it's to find joke, it, things. It, I mean, in their tweet they said, conspiracy mm. theories like 9-11. Mm. You tell me somebody now that actually believes the fucking... The official line. story, yeah. yeah. It is scary as fuck, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. I can see where they might devil's advocate. They might be able to say, look, a lot of this stuff is absolute unfounded bollocks it gets mixed in with what's factual and it's dangerous for society and I we don't want that. it yeah right but then on the other side you're like hey 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 but why do you get to decide which ones are bullshit and factual like Who's, why are you taking yeah. down the tower seven ones yeah who's making what, these decisions it, yeah exactly who's implementing them youtube is essentially youtube facebook social media the, they call it like the Silicon Valley, that that area where all those companies are, the lib, young liberal elite. Uh, not, I don't want your Hollywood elite censoring my news. But they are literally have more power yeah. over the world. As more and more of us are staring at our screens and being, they yeah. are fucking. Never mind your Russian bot farms. Facebook, YouTube, Google are literally controlling what what gets to your eyes, yeah. and it's tailored to your An algorithm history. And things, but I think this is fishy. I want to know what this shit. algorithm is and how it works. So basically, you know the way you fall down a rabbit hole on YouTube. Just to ex- sorry if I'm mansplaining or whatever. I'm saying that sarcastically. But essentially, you know, you we look for a video on YouTube and you fall down the rabbit hole because it just keeps suggesting more yeah, yeah. related. Like, oh, you like that one? Well, check out Have this. A bit of this. It's going to stop doing that for conspiracy videos and stuff. And clearly. It leads those of us that way what's inclined to think, well, what are you hiding? Why not leave it all? It's... Yeah. What's the definition of conspiracy? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, there you go. What about um, the Iraq War? WMDs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can we conspiracy? find that? Of course, of course. Well, it's, it's whether you use Every the actual day. dictionary definition or the CIA's... Well, they invented conspiracy theory, didn't they? Not the word conspiracy, but... Oh, man, it Every, scares me. Every day, the mainstream media conspire... Against mm. the normal person, of course. Against they're, the truth. They're trying to control his thoughts every single day. Of course. They're owned by certain companies that are pushing certain agendas. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you've got to so look. If that isn't a conspiracy. I don't know what is. Well, you've got to look at the old fact. The model, the entire model of feeding us information has changed because in the old days, it was obviously through the newspapers had a very big part in it, and your television news. But your newspapers were with the thing that the common man picked up every day no matter what class of society the morning paper is the morning paper whether you're reading the sun or the telegraph or the guardian it doesn't matter you went and got your paper absolutely now 
the newspaper. It was actually on a football podcast that Gary Lineker and Danny Baker podcast. I was listening to it on the way up here, and he and it's a very obvious point. But Danny Baker said he calls it the dead tree industry because basically we don't want today's news tomorrow, do we? When we can get it today on the internet, that's so it makes the paper irrelevant because yeah, we it? can find out today what happened today on the internet. So you're not going to be so interested in controlling the newspapers, are you anymore? You're going to be way more of us are getting our news online or on our phones, which is still, I know, technically online. So it's obviously within their interest, isn't it? Hang on, this has all got a bit too Wild West for us. They're, anyone can That's have a it. voice. Imagine if... They want to rein it back now. They to, give too much Yeah, to make a metaphor, to like, imagine if we had the money and the capital or whatever to print a paper that had the distribution level of the sun. Yeah. That was impossible back then. But now, in a weird sort of metaphorical way, the common person has got that power. If a tweet, a video, something goes viral, Absolutely. as many eyeballs are on it as the official posts. And I think you're bang on what you've just said there, Mike. They're reining it back in a bit now. Mm -hmm. And I do think, yeah, there might be some dangerous information out there that is bullshit. Absolute, unfounded if it's illegal, bullshit. If it's illegal, then mm. it shouldn't be on there. Yeah. That's it for me. It's censorship. It's censorship. Of course it is. I mean, either you've got free speech or you haven't. And you know, they've been how insidious is this? Do you know, they've been demonetizing tens of thousands of channels who used to make good money yeah. just for having certain content. Conspiracy it was even given a name, content, wasn't it? The, the Adpocalypse. Yeah. It was, it was or <laughs> and, and look, we don't like the the conservatives or the right. But they have a right to be human and they have a right to exist. They have a right to their opinions yeah. as long as it's legal. And when we want them... But this is the thing. Because Google and all those companies are so... left, They are They are left-leaning companies. They are demonetising and de-platforming. They're doing it for the left as well, mate. Are they? Well, I guess, I suppose... I watch a lot of leftist stories. shows like uh, Secular Talk and the Jimmy Dore show. Has it happened to them too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I, well, I wasn't aware of that. Basically, anybody that isn't in that narrow corporate view, because, mm. you know, the Washington Post and NBC and all this, mm. Fox News have said, hang on a minute, these people are getting more views than us, mm. this yeah. guy's basement. Exactly, yeah. We can't have... Imagine that's my, my metaphor for me. Imagine if somehow we came into money and we could have a newspaper that, you know, was outsold and distributed the, the big boys. It was impossible, but now you can. You're right. So yeah. three lads sat... Maybe not these three lads, but the Young Turks, people like that, they, they're they not corporate. Exactly, and they are reining it back in now, and it terrifies me a little bit. A, as a viewer, I want to see all them, well, not all of them, but I like yeah. you suggesting me another crazy video about, I mean, some of the rabbit holes I've gone down since we started this show have been, <laughs> some of them have been disturbing, but some of them were fun. And um, it's my right, isn't it? YouTube it is. started as this, but yeah, they're reining it back in. I'm in favour of it for flat Earth. Oh yeah. It, uh, I think what you've got to look at. It's dangerous, though, isn't it? It is dangerous. But, look, but some stuff is harmful. That's true. Yeah, anything that's illegal or incites violence. Yeah, but even stuff like flat Earth, that's that's, that's a backward step to me. Yeah, but why they've got the right to say it, Ben. And why should you censor them? No, because they should all get just fucking slapped. Yeah, but who makes that decision? Me. Well, it can be damaging for society, can't it, though, misinformation? It can, but you don't think that the fucking mainstream media... Oh, well, of course, yeah. Well, yeah Do you know what I mean? It's just hypocrisy. It it's is, isn't it? Pure hypocrisy. You don't get to say what you want, even if the people make... Because you don't make your video popular on YouTube. The people who share it and watch it, 
you've got no real control over that, I suppose, in a way. And then they're saying to you, oh, no, 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 no. People like you can't get too popular because we won't allow it on our platform. Even Alex, you know, what's been done to him, it's pretty wrong, to be honest. Yeah. He's getting done in court for the Sandy yeah, Hook thing. Fair enough. And that's Take fair enough. Court. Take it on the chin, Alex, and do all that, which he is. But deplatforming, stopping that, his voice. That's, I mean, that's different, man. That is like literally going. Well. Pisses me off, to be fair. And me. So, the reason I said all that was because I said the word conspiracy in relation to our, our good friend, William. William Corrigan, who I th- is he just trying to become the darling of the conspiracy world? Well, maybe. I mean, they, he's, they must be having a bit of a comeback, because I'm pretty sure they're on Download Festival Sunday night, second headliner, Smashing Pumpkins. They are, yeah. They must be having a bit of a comeback, so maybe this is him trying to launch that. Or maybe he genuinely believes this. Or maybe he wasn't sober, maybe he was, you know, maybe he hadn't had a drink, maybe he was off his tits on something else, who knows? Reality is perception. Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it was all a dream. Because mm. reality is perception, as we know. Yeah. And you've had, you, have you got any weird experiences or unexplained that you believed for a time? Was You've got that tape recorder thing, haven't you? Something happened. Oh, yeah. I oh, think, I, didn't, I don't go for EVP. I think that's EVPs. explainable. I don't go for EVP. But, but you see how you yeah. could easily believe that it was. Is this something he saw, something that he's... But your brain tricks you all the time, because that's how the... I heard something crazy on Joe Rogan the other day. Something like 50%... That might be too high a percentage, or maybe it's not. But anyway, massive percent of what you visually see is from your memory. When they put your brain in an MRI, the visual whatever part in your brain, that lights up Yeah. when your eyes are being used. So does the memory part, like, equally. So, like, your brain fills in a lot of shit, basically, when it comes to visual... Do you know that, like, yeah. um, oh, do you yeah. actually focus in on things? It, your your mind really does fill in a lot of blanks. And how many times have you seen something out of the corner of your eye and thought, it's, it's fucking Godzilla's cock is coming through yeah. the curtains? Like, oh no, it's the curtains. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm being pareidolia and stuff. And yeah, but like, like not seeing faces, but yeah. you're just seeing like when you haven't looked at the corner of your yeah, eye, yeah, and yeah. your brain has told you it's on the episode I was listening to, Joe Rogan gave a good example he was out hunting in the middle of nowhere because he knew wolves were in that area not close him but he was on the lookout for wolves and was wolves were on his mind and he saw a fucking wolf and he knew he saw a wolf out of the corner of his eye and he's like shit and then he, good, he? then he looked properly yeah but mate you've got to be pretty quick and accurate haven't you if you fuck it up a wolf's going to kill you yeah. they don't hunt on their own they pack do they? the wolves in a safe oh here we go Andy McNabb's coming yeah. out again he's fucking you're, do, do, do you ever watch oh alright I thought you were going to go I would have done a backflip and shot him this no no I'm going to run like fuck it's a wolf oh okay <laughs> but a, pack any, of them, a pack of wolves but the point I was I had to turn around and try and shoot a few maybe get, get, get scare them off or something but, but when he looked at the wolf it was a fucking squirrel it's in movement and fur, and his brain, because yeah. he was so wolf, wolf, and give him a picture of a wolf, and his brain, ah! Oh, no, it's a squirrel. That's what your brain does. It doesn't work. So what I'm saying is, Billy, just because he thinks he's in a fucking... Does he say it's... I'm confused now, that it changed shape and then spoke to him? Yeah. So he didn't just see it out the corner of his eye, it walked up to he him. He turned around, and it was the, and the person he was speaking to was no longer the same person. They turned into this lizardy thing... And, and then it says that all humans were suffering unending agony. Fuck you, Billy. Fuck everything you stand for. Your band was never that good, was they? I don't know I know one song. You didn't do that good in the world of wrestling, and I don't believe your lizard story. 
Now, fuck <laughs> off back to the yeah. 90s, you silly little prick. <laughs> I think maybe it's a case of he's been on stage. He's Steroids. Had, he's had bright lights. He's, he's The sounds, the lighting, mm. the, the, he's, he's on a high. He's, his brain is still buzzing. Could have had some kind of effect like that, you don't know. Maybe he has some epileptic seizure, a delayed one. Or it could be the truth. All humans could will be the suffer. truth. Yeah, well, aren't we all? And we are pretty much, apart from the one percent, one percent. Isn't existence? Oh. But imagine if we were all hippie, and like I saw a good quote. He's not even a hippie. He's just one of them positive guys. Like you've got to realise the abundance of blessings. Oh fuck off! And your life is abundant with blessings. Oh, then. I'd love to have been a hippie in the sixties. That wasn't that David Wolf twat, was it? No, it was Titus O'Neil. Who the fuck's Titus O'Neil? Huge black wrestler. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with him. No. Don't you think the hippies had it right, though? Peace and love. Yeah, but what no, happened to them, Didn't it all turn to shit towards the late 60s? Yeah, and what, they what, got... what happened to well, those hippies? They became the fucking sociopaths who are running things today. Yeah. The message obviously didn't fucking stick, did it? I'd have liked to have been there well, for the good couple of like... years, though. Yeah. When the acid was and the weed and you'd yeah. have ended up in Charles Manson's family, you would. Have. <laughs> I'd have took over. He couldn't have fucking competed with me, old Charlie. You were, I think you were a better guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> I like some of his lyrics. And did you know the summer of love began in the town of hate? What does that mean? It began in a town called hate. Oh, really? Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's ironic. It's not a metaphor. Yeah, isn't it? H a i g h t. How do we know it's hate Ashbury there? in uh, San Francisco? Well, they reckon that's where it began. That could be a myth. It's, Apparently, that's it what funny. It's on Wikipedia, I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's got to be true. got to be true. <laughs> well, next article then. Yeah, who's doing this one? Go on, Mike. India just swore <laughs> in its first robot police officer. Robocop meet KP bot. I put this on for you guys. I'm wondering if you want to have sex with it or not. I was literally just about to say, she's got a nice face. <laughs> India just swore in its first robotic police officer, which is named KP-Bot. The animatronic-looking machine was granted the rank of sub-inspector on Tuesday, and it will operate the front desk of... <laughs> wow. Go on, Mike. <laughs> Read that place name out. Thiruvanarathaparam. I reckon oh, you just nailed bad, that. I reckon I you did. I, I wanted to try and count the letters, but I reckon there's 20 to... 30 letters in that fucking I'm name gonna, or something. I'm going to give you a, um, a half-round. That was awesome. awesome. You did pretty good at that. Police headquarters. You can read along with you, Mike. India today. <laughs> the robot was welcomed aboard with a salute from Pinaraya Vijayan, the chief minister of Kerala, India. Today reports that the robot responded with a perfect salute, Aww. which presumably just means that it didn't karate chop its own head off in the face. <laughs> Aside from the symbolic gesture of integrating robotics into the police force, KP Bot doesn't do much. <laughs> At the moment, it can sit behind a police station's front desk, recording complaints and directing visitors to the correct department as needed. That's still fairly impressive. It can also salute at higher-ranked officers. Oh, for fuck's sake. In the future, it may be integrated with facial recognition software or the capability to detect bombs. Why in the future? That's a pretty fucking mm. important capability. If someone's got a bomb on, and they just walk in and KP bot goes, oh, the chief inspector's office is a third on the left in the row. <laughs> and the corridor. Oh, thank you very much. It's Boom. a rookie, and he's going to do the admin. He's going to do the... Uh, it's he's no, trained up. <laughs> no this is the fucking, it's no different than them robot pricks on the hotel at Japan, is it? On working the desk. That no, dinosaur. Have, I think I'd rather have KP bot than the raptor. The raptor is shit well, hair. KP bot's 
definitely better looking. Well, I'll give you that. Well, but then again, yes, because it's, it's, a, it's a dinosaur, and I don't find dinosaurs particularly attractive. But the RoboCop movie would have been so different if it was just like... If all RoboCop did was people just fucking <laughs> up his job. <laughs> nice operation of the fax machine, kid, son. What's your name? <laughs> Murphy. Could it be called like, RoboCop 2, The Quest for Toner? <laughs> <laughs> I I have refilled the yellow toner. Your move, printer. <laughs> Dead or alive, you will copy for me. <laughs> Can you type, Bobby? <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop now. It'd be a great time. And the guy who gets dipped in the acid, he just like, I don't know, falls in some ink or something. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Robocop runs him over with the mail carriage thing. <laughs> the, <laughs> ma- <laughs> the cleaning trolley. Yeah, it wouldn't have been as good a film, would it? No. Oh, well, I'd probably still watch it, though, because I had a fucking robot in it. <laughs> Wait till KP Bot hits the streets. Oh, man. Well, well, do they have plans for it, I guess, to do more in future? Yeah. Recognise people's faces and detect bombs. I'd have wanted the bomb detection thing in it straight away. Mm. <laughs> you know? No robot has ever deserved the name Robocop or can even speak of themselves in the same breath. Till you can... Till your fucking thigh can open, right, and a fucking handheld machine gun pistol comes out of it. Like, yeah. Oh, come on. I wonder why he kept it in his thigh. Couldn't he just have it sort of magnetically attached to his hip? Oh, it's like the old cowboy, is it, the holster? I wouldn't have looked anywhere near as cowboy. <laughs> it wouldn't. That's it in a man bag. From a practicality standpoint... <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> it's to keep it safe from like you don't want people you don't goes in there and pulls out a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. That it comes from his thigh, I think. It's cool, but from a practicality standpoint, can you just have some kind of magnetic more... thing that he could activate and deactivate with a? A neuronic impulse. It's pretty quick when he gets it out. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't got Did a dig. No, man. Hey, what a tragic he, existence. He lost that. Oh, well. I, to be fair, he wouldn't be... He is, gonna... he is literally just a head and a spine, isn't he? He is. Underneath all According that. to the, the, yeah, the comic book, which is made from the original script of Frank Miller, part two and three, Robocop two and three, he is the brain... The stem of the brain, which is like not your actual spinal column, is it? But it's the thing that hangs down from the yeah that nerve stem and the nerves. His nervous system is still in there, which is why he feels pain. That's cruel. Yeah, I don't know why they had to keep that bit. Maybe for electrical and half his face. Then. They left the face on him. I'm not sure what the justification of leaving the face on him. And they do mention in the script of Robocop 2. I don't, I don't know if anyone mentions it in a movie. They're like, shoot him in the mouth. Yeah. Shoot him in the mouth, he'll die. Because it'll go into the brain, won't it? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nobody ever does shoot him in the mouth. No, well, street toughs just, they aren't that good shots. No. <laughs> and yeah, he's, got com- mugger, he's not going to pull that kind of shot off. And he has got computer-aided 
the uh, targeting system, hasn't yeah. he? So he's just he's the best. He needed speeding up just a bit, in my opinion. In this day and age, you'd have to just speed him up a little bit. I can't, he doesn't run, does he, son? No, I, how terrifying would a running Robocop be? Yeah. Usain Bolt speed as well. Because oh, be he's just terrifying. pistons and hydraulics yeah. and he goes yeah. fast as he fucking wants. That's a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> what if he could engage like, a cheater mode and he gets, gets on all fours? Yeah. <laughs> Like the DARPA robotic dog. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Locks in and all of a sudden he's Oh, my God. Fuck that. That would be terrifying. I wouldn't run. Just stand there and take my death. Yeah. Well, he's not going to kill you if you haven't done anything wrong. I don't know. Well, sometimes he goes people. Sometimes he goes barmy. Yeah. He can get coded and hacked, couldn't he? He'd be hacked in this day and age. Do you make conspiracy videos? <laughs> Yeah. We joke about the CIA shutting us down, but fucking YouTube are doing it. No, the wasp hasn't come back. I think we should stop using the in the metadata. We should get rid of the ha- hashtag conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> no. We should do like a hashtag. What was that band you said when we were off air that the kids like baby metal? Oh, no. We should start doing so stuff like hashtag. Momo challenge. <laughs> Let's not do hashtag Momo hashtag challenge. Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatise yeah. the kids for life. <laughs> We'd be thrown off in a matter of seconds. <laughs> Especially oh, interdimensional man. penis video. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll, I'll do that at the that end. That wasn't a Momo lunch. challenge, was it? Because you'd have your own penis on that. <laughs> no. You'll, listen, I'll tell you what we're on about at the end. In the plugs section. So, yeah, I, I'm not impressed. She's pretty. She looks nice, but I'm not impressed with this robot. Okay. Move on, then. Yeah, she's all right. I don't Excellent. This will lead us into our main uh, thrust of today. Go on then, guys, it's your turn. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was waiting for you as well, Ben. Yeah, mate, yeah, so. Um, I thought we were all doing one each. Okay. Uh, UFO sighting. Alien spaceship shot down over Scotland. Alien hunters were on a high alert when a UFO was supposedly shot down. And that's an important word. Supposedly shot down over Scotland. You in mean a video, shocking. which is uh, currently doing the rounds on social media. Is there a video? Does anyone watch this video? I've watched it. You can't really see a lot. It's just like a flash and then another flash and it's like over a hill line. Bollocks. Yeah. No, it's alien. Oh, okay. We have over each other, down, guys. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's my birthday. I'm allowed to believe in aliens today. Oh, look. Here they go with their labels again. Conspiracy theorists believe they hit the jackpot when a video emerged of something strange circling in the night sky over Kippen, Scotland. The bizarre footage, which was shot on September the 1st, shows something floating around in the sky with strange material. Oh no! This is material. worth watching, I'm getting this confused. Alright, okay, it has a strange material seemingly leaking from it. This is good. Okay, well this prompted conspiracy theorists to believe that it was a UFO which had been shot down. The video was shot by an unnamed woman in Scotland who sent it through to popular conspiracy theorist channel UFO Today. The description on the video reads, The object was dropping a lot of glowing material while flying. She did know what... Hang on. That literally says she did know what this object was. It should say she didn't know, yeah. shouldn't it? Yeah. It's not my reading, listening. Well, she, on the Express for your proofreading. Oh, for fuck's sake. She didn't know what this object was. 
But she was sure this was not something man-made. Quote, it did not produce any sound at all. When I analysed the footage, I noticed the object ejected a lot of material. (laughs) 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 Many of UFO Today's followers were convinced the footage was of genuine UFO activity. YouTuber David Leach wrote, quote, Excellent viewing. Leaking a lot of material. Near the end, it looks like a smaller UFO breaks off and goes upward. Starman, Starman 2710 added, came through the portal too fast and lost control. Do you want to watch the video? Come on then, if I have to. So we just watched the video and obviously it was aliens. Uh, could be fake or could be, my initial thing was that looks like a firework, but as you pointed out, Mike, it could be. More likely up there in the highlands of Scotland, some sort of military missile test gone fucking wrong because it does look like it's being propelled from behind. Yeah. They say it's leaking material. I think, well, no, could you say then a firework leaks material at the back because it's I guess. flying up through the air? Because that's all what I think is happening in that. Yeah. Or it's completely fake footage. Because, come on, do you think UF, what was it called? The name of the site? Uh, UFO, oh God, UFO... Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think they're going to be too scrupulous. Like, we must spend millions of dollars testing this footage. <laughs> no, they're going to stick it straight on the front page of their website and go, fucking alien shot down over Scotland! That's because that's what happened, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> How foolish of me. <laughs> not jump to that ridiculous conclusion. <laughs> Why didn't you then get running over them fucking moors and stuff, jump in your Land Rover and start driving to where you think it came down? at like 300 mile an hour to be the first one to discover the alien crash landing? No, you just stood there with your mobile well, you, phone. You, you get memory blanked, don't you? The MIBs would show up. Uh, I, I, for one, call horseshit. Well, you're not going to like some of this other stuff I've got for you, though. <laughs> I know, we had an entire fucking evening of aliens. Um... No, it's not that I don't believe in aliens, just to clarify, or I'm not open to the idea of aliens. Of course I am. It's just, I think, the vast majority of alien sightings, abductions, well, I think there's a lot of it, some of it very well, maybe you could say something true, but the vast majority of it, come on. Oh, and I do agree with you, there's a great documentary on Channel 4, I... Who's that guy from the MOD, Nick? Nick Pope. Yeah, is that the one you're on about? No, no, it was that confession. Is he the one who's a cross-dresser now? Is he? No, I don't know. I'm thinking of someone else. <laughs> Sorry. And he said, like, 97% of UFO sightings are bollocks. Most of the time, it's either the moon or Venus. Yeah, yeah, the moon? Yeah, apparently. Wow. People are pissed home at night, walking back, see something bright in the sky. You know. Yeah, but fuck me, you know, I'm drunk you while you're on the moon, is <laughs> not you? Yeah, but... I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty... When you're pissed, and you, you yeah. know, people, apparently... But he said there's, like, 3% unexplained... There's no explaining him. Well, he had that famous photo on the. He was hanging up on behind his mm. desk, and it was a uh, basically this big triangular object, and there was two Harrier jump jets kind of hovering mm. in front of it, or what's been unanimously declared to be the front, maybe. And it's like, well, are they escorting it, or are they warning it off? It was taken by some rambler. They could never trace who it was. The photo was a hundred percent real, and when he left. The photo mysteriously disappeared. It's a 
nobody's when, ever seen the photo. Apparently. It was behind. It was behind his desk. But the, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it personally. This man no. told you that it used to exist. Well, yeah, I don't believe in him, guys. I'm just saying that it's <laughs> uh, an example of what could be true. Have you ever seen that photo of me fucking Pamela Anderson back in a heyday when I was 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit weird, but... Yeah, but I just like the idea of, are we? Uh, is it one of ours and we're escorting it mm. and even he doesn't know about it and he's got pretty high clearance or was it being warned off? And the fact that Harrier jump jets were cool. Harrier jump jets are cool and they were hovering in front of it. Don't you think... I think... Aliens have come here because someone uh, explained to me, or I heard it on a podcast or something. That, yes, of course. Uh, statistically speaking, of the vastness of the universe, yeah, there's got to be life out there. But it's so far away that the only way it could get here in our lifetime, like human beings' lifetimes or whatever, they would have to be able to travel faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Which. We as humans don't think anyone can do, can we? Ah, but, but the guy from but, the Skunk Works, I forget his name, he though. said Einstein made a mistake and faster than life travel is possible. And we've already got spe- aircraft. There is a way of doing it. it. There is a way of going faster than light, in theory. And that's you as a human can travel faster than light. Possibly, yeah. How? In theory, if you're in a machine, they could bend space. Oh, yeah. So, so that's what they do. That's what they reckon you, how, you can, yeah. how you can get a get across it right so you bend space so space comes to you instead of you going to space effectively like a worm not like the whole of space just that space in front of you yeah I get you I get you my my confused face isn't because I don't understand the concept my Mm. confused face is like it's like who's saying this you probably need the power of about a million suns to be able to do it well there you go yeah exactly so I'm saying theoretically scientists believe that it can probably be done and with wormholes I don't think there's another way so then, so then, why do they turn up here then in these fucking rinky-dinky-looking fucking metal things? And they <laughs> aren't they travelling like fucking like Star Trek being beamed up? Is it going to be something to do with you know, like I said, Ben? And I heard something about like poking a hole in like oh, I'm fucking this up. But if space was a, you could like a wormhole is basically poking a hole from one point to another, making a shortcut. Like, yeah. But so these aliens must have technology. So very in advance, they could probably just click their finger. It's not like they have to travel for a billion years to get here, or tens of billions of years. They they can if they're going quicker than the speed of light, then they could get here like like press the button and go to the earth. Well, there might be a way of traveling that we don't know about yet. That's what I'm saying. So why do they turn up in recognizable object that like? you know, well, to turn up it in. looks like a fucking dog bowl upside down. like some Two pie plates stuck together. Yeah, exactly, on a string. Well, maybe like. they explain that that's the best way of... So my point is, are we really going to see them arriving here in the sky? My point is, aren't they having a way of getting here that is so fucking far beyond advanced of what we're capable of thinking of sitting here that we're not going to notice them coming here and only very special people, the people who drink at Sam's place... Mm. <laughs> they could, they could be already. They could be here already. They could have been here since... They like, could be here right now. They could be here in this room right now. They could be microscopic. Funnily enough, that's the first art, first piece it? on the... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not microscopic, but very small aliens. First piece on my weird aliens mm-hmm. list. Well, that's a good link there, isn't it? Should we go into it? How yeah. many things are on the list? Ten. <laughs> mm-hmm. Malaysia's tiny aliens. Wow. The number ten. It's a bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it was August 19th, 1970, six kids playing in a heavily forested area. They later claimed they saw a UFO less than a metre across. 
from which five very humanoid five very humanoid aliens followed out. The main visible difference between them and a human being was they're about eight centimeters or three inches tall. So they could be hiding behind the sofa as we speak. I think we'd see three inches. Well, they're hiding behind the sofa. I mean, obviously, just like to see it. <laughs> I was waiting for a dick joke. <laughs> Had to be done. Didn't it? <laughs> Four wore blue outfits, while one was in a yellow <coughs> with a spiked helmet. Why are they the Who... fucking Beatles? <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's lonely hearts club. <laughs> the smallest okay. Beatles tribute act in the world. <laughs> On a tour of Malaysia. <laughs> well, whatever puts bums in seats, they're on tour. Oh, uh... Uh, well... So the, ones, the one with the spiked helmet, the children interpreted to being the leader. They went to a tree and were attempting to store some sort of aerial device in it. And one of the kids identified only as K Vigasvaran, is that right? Uh, attempted one of the few alleged civilian abductions of aliens. Unfortunately for him, it turned out the aliens all possessed ray guns and began shooting at him and his schoolmates, driving away and uh, inflicting an insignificant wound to his thigh. Go for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, it sounds like so. I think the Smurfs gone. I was going to say a Smurfs. Crazed. I was thinking of what were them, the Rescue Rangers or something. Like <laughs> the Chip and the Chip, Chip and Dale, monks. the Rescue Chip and Dale's yeah. Rescue Rangers. And like the chipmunks living inside their tree. Do you know what I mean? But instead of nuts pushing about and like you know, they'd have a little house in the tree. Like they'd go for the door, but then there'd be like an actual human-style kitchen. That's just like a human school yeah. then. No, but you, you know what I mean. They, they'd have a little home in the tree. And it I just yeah. pictured a Smurf with an AK-47, <laughs> <laughs> like a miniature AK-47. They're pushing around science equipment as they When Smurfs go bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a show I want to see. Three inches? I'd notice that. I'd notice three-inch creatures. That's only... You notice a fucking half-inch spider, don't you? Oh, that's like, true. that's... Fuck me, you've noticed it like fucking beady-eye eagle. So a little three-inch man <laughs> climbing up the bookshelf or something. It, oh, look, can anyone see that? Like, fuck me, it's the bottles. Little G.I. Joe-sized man. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were three and a quarter inch, those G.I. Joe figures. So uh, you're not going to notice that. It's literally like Toy Story. You know the G.I. Joes I'm on about, don't you? Yeah. Picture that size, they're about that big. Yeah, yeah. That's a three and a quarter inch figure. I'm sorry, Internet, if I'm wrong and it's three and a half. Don't fuck with me. About toy sizes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to fucking. I'm literally picturing it. I'm trying to. I'm looking at Mike's bookshelf in his flat where we're recording. I'm picturing a G.I. Joe figure climb, moving like a human and climbing up that. A team of them. Oh, yeah, I'm noticing that. As if they could get away with this for, for all this time without, like, thousands of us noticing them. Well, they could have just visited that once. Somewhat controversially, Mike. I'm calling bollocks, honey. Can you also <laughs> tell me what the name of the fucking website is, please? Oh, this is a list site, Listverse. Listverse. Is this the list of the ten most ridiculous fucking things? Yes, it is. Ten, ten of the weirdest, weirdest alien, alien encounters. encounters. Oh, great. Number nine. <laughs> Cardiff's fleet of space thieves. Cardiff. Well, yes. Yeah, so earlier this year, the United Kingdom's Ministry of Defence released a case file of hundreds of reports they received of UFOs and alleged extraterrestrial activity. By far the most high-profile story released was found on page 167 of the document. 
1992, a man in Cardiff, Wales, reported that his, he and his friends were out camping when they saw a group of 15, 12 to 15 UFOs over their campsite. The fleet then abducted their car, a dog that was at the site, and their tent. The man was quoted as saying that the theft left him gobsmacked. Hang on a minute, I'm something weird went on that night. They lost uh, the dog, they lost the tent. Yeah, they got drunk, yeah. blacked out, possibly or had something, an orgy. Or Maybe they, quote, lost the tent because there was a lot of fucking DNA evidence on the That's tent. That's what I mean. Yeah. Something horrific yeah. went on uh, and they made up a story about fucking uh, aliens. That's my guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sounds more likely than aliens. Or they just got robbed. Yeah. Or robbed, yeah. Left it unattended. By someone, aliens? Yeah, someone thieved it and they were like... Oh. Again, the ability to travel faster than the speed of light from the other side of the fucking, like, not this galaxy, but the next galaxy, a billion galaxies, they come here and they steal a fucking Scally's tent. And a dog. And a fucking and a dog. And a car. A car. Well, they're going joyriding, are they? <laughs> yeah, they're curious about this earth locomotion. Two greys going fucking... Jo- well, they're going to go for the McDonald's driving. Maybe. Fucking hell. Going to put a hat on, some sunglasses, <laughs> curving the top They're going to go curb crawling. <laughs> earth girl, we hear, we hear these earth girls are easy. <laughs> Want to go up to camp? <laughs> oh, we're going to go mutilate a cow out and we need to get there, don't we? So we'll steal this fucking Ford Fiesta. <laughs> I think the Ford Fiesta, the dog and the bloody tent mm. are at the bottom of a lake. Yeah. <laughs> well, along, the dog, along with a dead a child. Witness, might you say something? <laughs> the dog saw everything. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's just not looking at him. Like, He'll yeah. tell them with his eyes. <laughs> oh, what? Oh. Oh, now I feel sorry for the dog. I hope the aliens uh, did. I hope this did happen now because I feel sorry for the dog. I uh, hope the dog is living. I've got an He's not living on the ship chasing a ball, right? Why not? He's fucking dissected to shit. What? What if they've turned him into some kind of Chewbacca-like creature? They've turned him into some sort of fucking taxidermy. I don't know which is worse. Well, they could rebuild him. They're aliens. They've got the technology. We're probably fucking it. <laughs> He's now a robot dog clothed in dog skin. Mm-hmm. It's still it's like a robo dog with its brain and its nervous system. So it's in a robot body. They to... fused it with the Ford Fiesta and created a, a living dog <laughs> cyborg transformer. We could turn it into a tent. <laughs> <laughs> into a two-man pop-up. It's <laughs> everything you need. A, a companion, a car, and a tent <laughs> It's a triple changer. Ford Fiesta pop-up tent dog. <laughs> How do you know it's a Ford Fiesta anyway? I'm just guessing these cunts are out camping, they're not going to have a good car, are they? <laughs> so everybody who goes camping's got a shit car. They're the ones who make up stories about <laughs> I lost me dog and me tent because of fucking, well, you know, aliens. <laughs> Not because I let the handbrake off the car, it ran over the dog, then the tent, and it all fucking dragged itself into the river. And I didn't want to admit that. In 1992, it's probably a Ford Cortina. <laughs> exactly, I left, literally, imagine, left the handbrake over. The dog was in the car. Then the it time. takes the tent away, and it all ends up in the lake. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck me. My favourite dog. My wife's gonna kill me. <laughs> kill she the dog. loved that fucking dog. <laughs> oh, it was aliens, love. <laughs> Prove me wrong. That's all I'm saying. Prove it wasn't aliens. I'm not for aliens. They're curious. Well, it might have been. Alien teens. 
Playing a joke. To go joyriding. Okay, number eight then. All right, number eight. Varenza? Help me with Varenez. that Varenez. Anyway, do that trigger happy invader. The Western Hemisphere naturally has no monopoly on stories of alien encounters. In fact, the most probably the most frightening one comes from Russia, right around the time the Berlin Wall fell. In the Voronezh City Park on September 27th, 1989, some kids were playing football when a red disc landed. It became a three-eyed creature, standing 2.7 metres, 9 feet tall, and holding a ray gun-like device, which it used to disintegrate a boy. Oh, fuck! Imagine seeing that! Playing football, but behind you, this fucking nine foot creature just zaps the keeper. Man on! That's a red card. Anyway, at least one source, the boy was known as Dimitri. <laughs> After the alien took off again, the boy reappeared. Oh, fucking hell. Like a fucking force ghost. <laughs> No, I just think he came back. <laughs> um, although all the witnesses of the event were children, there were adults that saw the UFO itself, including police officers, as reported by the New York Times. Oh, must be true, though. <laughs> Poor old Dimitri. When he come back, he's all right. I suppose so. <laughs> Where did he go? Well, that's it. Who knows what unspeakable horrors he saw? In the it's like a bent horizon or something he's got to <laughs> he <went laughs> He's come like, back and clawed his own eyes out, is what he's done. <laughs> he went into, Do you watch Stranger Things? Really, really? Love it. No, oh, I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. But basically, it? isn't the the upside down is yeah. basically the next is it the next dimension to us? Yeah, sort of like a mirror dimension, yeah. basically. Ben, it literally is up underneath our dimension. Yeah. But it's like a dark just fucked up version. It's like, it's like the layer laid over, isn't it? Yeah, like the sort of and it's just going through dimensions, basically. It's not like aliens or like a parallel is world. It? Isn't yeah, it? like a parallel. I think you'd like it to be honest. Yeah, so it's one of the things that's been on the list. No, I haven't actually. That is fucking. That's like that. It's like yeah. these. Um, is that the one where he fucking? Is it too much of a spoiler to say what happens at the end? Cause just say spoiler alert. Yeah, it is a big spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He shoots the family in the car. Yeah. Oh, so you've told me about this, I'm sure. Yeah, you have to stop them from having to yeah. deal with it. Brilliant film. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, give, I would give Stranger Things a yeah, go. Yeah, it's on the list. Like, Don't let the fact that it. it's like four like, little kids, basically. They're pretty cool. Like It's well written in it and just like... Yeah, it's very, I, sort of, it's very 80s nostalgia. Oh, as well. the nostalgia is like... Uh, like it's Halloween and they all wear like these perfect Ghostbusters 1 costumes. Like the right yeah. colour, the right... Because it's right at that time in the story, though, and the Ghostbusters actually came out. Give it a go, man. No. It's because uh, I don't watch much, but that I watched a few episodes and I was like, oh, I like this. So watch, I don't really uh, like horror either. So uh, did you watch the, rest of the Umbrella Academy? We watched two last night, so I'm up to episode four. I've seen four episodes now. Yeah, yeah, it's good, man. It's getting better. Hey, well, I feel a bit sorry for the big dude now. I know what. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, well, that's a bit harsh, but... Well, he lived, I suppose. Yeah, that's what he had some fun later on, don't worry about it. Oh, that's all right. Number five is fucking awesome, though. Mm, which, remind me, which one's five? He's the, the one kid. That, well, yeah, he's the kid. He's yeah. the only one that's a kid. Mm. He's got the powerfullest superpower, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. fucked up his time travel equation. <laughs> it, it's pretty heavy, though, Mike. He's dealing with... He's seen the end of the world, mm. but he's come back through time to try and prevent it, I guess. Yeah, it's come back so through time 48 years later. He lived on his own in the apocalypse for 48 years. Yeah. 
pretty heavy. With only a mannequin is his is his Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> It's right. good. It is right. Should we right. Number seven, brawl with an alien. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you looking at, you great cunt? <laughs> uh, in 1954, <laughs> Gustavo Gonzalez and Jose Ponce, that's his name, were driving their truck along a lonely road outside Caracas, Venezuela. Check out our Venezuela episode. When they rounded a corner and found a large luminescent sphere blocking their way. More annoyed that someone was disrupting traffic than the fact there was a sphere hovering over the road in front of him, Gonzalez got out to investigate. At that point, a hatch opened on the ship, and out came three short, hairy humanoids. One of them jumped on Gonzalez, who was barely able to shake him off at first because the alien was both light and extremely strong. In the scuffle, the alien threw him four and a half metres, 15 feet, through the air. He'd be fucking dead. Gonzalez then drew his knife and tried to stab the alien with it, but found its body was like steel and his blade glanced off. Steel Ewoks! <laughs> still, the aliens, still, the aliens were intimidated enough to get back in the ship and fly away, leaving the pair to report the odd encounter to police. They got a surprise corroboration from a police officer who claimed he had seen the whole thing. So, oh. they've flown across time and space, they get out, they have a fight with some Venezuelan bloke, they've just encountered in the middle of the road, he comes <coughs> into the air, this bloke fucking flips back onto his feet, because yeah. he's that hard, yeah, and it's like, that, he's got no fear, yeah. and these fucking aliens, and he just turned up and started fighting with him, pulls out his knife, Mm-hmm. Runs up to it, screaming some kind of Venezuelan war cry. El Scorpio is <laughs> ready. Go and get it. <laughs> you know, and then stabs the alien. The blade glances off because mm-hmm. the alien is made of fucking metal or metal-like skin or whatever. And it still shits itself. And it still, it still shits itself enough mm-hmm. to run away. So what happens if a tank had been there? Well, at no point after he got thrown fifteen feet, I want you to imagine. This is how I measure things, because I used to play basketball at school. The hoop is ten feet, the actual hoop bit. Oh, yeah. It's ten feet exactly from the floor. So that's ten feet. That's pretty high. Mm. And five on top of that. That's a fall high. from that height would easily kill you no, if no, you landed wrong. No, threw him up in the air, he threw him across. Fifteen feet across, so... in. So he's in the air for 15 feet, though, and yeah. then lands. And then lands. So that happens to you. You don't then stand up and think, wow... That was a very strong throw for a little hairy <laughs> Imagine if it punched me in the face. I think it could probably put a hole in my head. No, what I'm going to do is get my knife out. It's stabby! <laughs> See how my little friend pulled his knife out. <laughs> and it went, that is not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It didn't pull an alien knife out, it legged it. Uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck if they say it was it was corroborated by a police officer. Uh, prove it. Who wrote this? How do I know? Anyone could just say that. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, it was corroborated by a police officer. Well, it's taken from the reports, isn't it? It's a list. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's controversial for me to call bullshit on that one. Well, I think it is. <laughs> through 15 feet through the air. Fuck that. Hey, do you know this bloke just wasn't especially fucking hard? You can't throw, no one can throw anyone 15 feet. No, the aliens can. The biggest man in the world might be able to, like the world strongman champion who throws them like rocks and drags trucks. If you gave him a, a midget with anorexia, he might 
be able to throw it 15 feet. Or a baby. You might be able to throw a baby 15 feet. <laughs> onto, but nobody onto some, can throw onto a Onto some mats, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> onto them big crash mats they have at trampoline places. You'd probably get more viewers. I think the guy was drunk. It was three hairy pygmies trying to fix a light <laughs> on the side of the road. <laughs> it was he three got into midget wrestlers yeah. on their way between shows and they couldn't speak Venezuelan. <laughs> Threw him with a judo throw. But because he his ego, he doesn't want to admit yeah. that he got judo thrown by a midget. He's like, hey man, he threw me 15 feet. So I stab him, you know. Well, the knife bit's a lie, isn't it? He's making that up. Yeah, he doesn't have to say about face with uh, a knife yeah. yeah, they got jumped by three midget wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to change a light bulb. <laughs> 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 so you don't for aliens, then? No! <laughs> I think you're missing out. Uh, Not on this one. Yeah. Number six, uh, an alien cookout. Is that like a cook-off thing? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The Great Imagine Alien Bake Off. <laughs> Imagine an alien on the Great British Bake Off. That'd be fucking brilliant. Not if it like does something Not gross, like, like, yeah, like stirs the fucking cake mix <laughs> with its anus. <laughs> its extendable anus. I, was thinking I don't bacon. need a spoon. <laughs> Here is Stragnor from uh, the planet Thweeb. <laughs> what are you making for us today? Because he's telepathic. It's everyone at home hears him. He says nothing. Uh, I like it. I was mm. thinking more of a sort of a weird alien dishment of human cocks or something. <laughs> you don't know what they eat, do they, do you? Could oh. be a delicacy on their own world. I don't have a cock anymore. You know, we. Uh, what if I start getting, because of the interdimensional penis video I made, what if I start getting these fucking weird abductee people contacting me now going, I know you're trying to get the message out there. I, I too am cockless now. Could be. An alien took it, he ate it in front of me. Well, you know, the Chinese, they use sort of. What is it? Rhino tusks? They don't eat cocks, though, do they? Some stuff like that, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it rhino tusks and... Well, elephant tusks, tiger bones, yeah, all that weird shit. Tiger bones, that's it. Tiger bones, is it's an aphrodisiac? But I don't think they eat human cocks. No, no, the Chinese Chinese eat human cocks. I'm saying that we we other animals cock and things like that and weird shit. Imagine my cock could feed a family of six. (laughs) I'm joking. Yeah, six of them little aliens. (laughs) Three centimetre ones. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck it. Just when I think I'm wasted, I'm back in the game. (laughs) An alien cookout. Yeah. This is going to be bollocks. Someone want to take this one? Do you want to mind? Go on then. Some people seemingly don't get too worked up about encountering aliens. Among them is Joe Simmonton. On April the 18th, 1961, in Eagle River, Wisconsin, a spaceship landed near his home and Italian-looking <laughs> aliens disembarked. I remember reading this one. Ciao, bella. <laughs> If I remember right, because I've read this in a, in a book, it was a, they had slick black, slick back hair, olive skin and one-piece black jumpsuits. Of all things, the aliens evidently set up a grill and started making pancake-like foodstuffs. 
my God. Rather than abducting or threatening Simonton in any other way, they asked him through mime to fill a jug <laughs> with water, which he did. When he came back, he saw the aliens had finished making some food and asked for some. He got four cakes, one of which he ate. <laughs> Space cakes. <laughs> Later, he sent a few to local universities, which reported that the ingredient were all of earthly origin. Um, so basically, some Italians turned up. <laughs> Making pancakes. Made some pancakes in a Ferrari, so he thinks it's like a spaceship. He's never seen one of them before. It's 1961 mm. in Eagle River, Wisconsin. He's never seen an Italian sports car before. Here you go, then. I don't know if do we have this listen, listeners in Italy? It must have come up a couple of times. I think we might have. Yeah, um, I'm sure, yeah. I tried, so, uh, because I had a friend in Italy who I was visiting frequently, uh, which is why I'm in so much crippling debt right now. Uh, anyway, I decided to try and learn, because uh, I drive all day. I'll get one of them learn Italian tapes, right? Uh, and I'll listen to it, and I did. But what, in my head, I thought, what I wanted to learn was... I wasn't trying to learn a language from the fucking ground up. I wanted some phrases, useful. I wanted to be able to ask directions, thing. just yeah. normal phrases that a, a traveller would need visiting the city. Can I have a beer, please? Stuff like that. The word beer, I don't know. I guess it's just beer over there. I don't know. Anyway, this is the fucking sentence I know after listening to it for a while. Ho preparato il caffè per le. Suo padre non ha preparato il caffè per me. Which means, I have prepared the coffee for you. Your father has not prepared the coffee for me. <laughs> and I understand every word in that sentence, and it was all like but teaching me the language from the actual ground up, like mm. her, him, that, this, the female, male, and all this. And yeah, I guess it was interesting, but I was like, it's fucking left me with an. Oh, and there's another one I cast for. Um, Vorrei prenotare un tavolo perché è romantico. That is, I would like to book a table because it is romantic. Wow. Table for two, you mean? Oh, yeah, table for two. Otherwise, it's a bit, bit unromantic. Yeah, <laughs> table for you. Just on your own. <laughs> and, and sitting there masturbating. Why would I be you masturbating just because I was alone? <laughs> That's what you did. I don't go. I eat alone, like, most days at work in, like, a McDonald's mic. I don't whip my cock out. You said romantic, so I just assumed you meant. <laughs> hey, with your sock? It's not teaching you that as a phrase. It... <laughs> a little sock, you made a goopy eyes on it. And <laughs> some big red lips in. I could just go home and have sex with my actual girlfriend, who's really hot. I'm not suggesting to do this. Go to a fucking restaurant and wank into a sock with googly eyes. <laughs> I just wank it, huh? I think having a stroke. <laughs> oh, I there. Oh, laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, well, next one. But you didn't learn to say, I want to book a table because it's romantic. Because that's like something you fucking say in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Who's ever said that? Yeah. You got a point. It's th that was my point. Was mm -hmm. that it wasn't teaching me anything any fucking use because I didn't stick with the fucking end of it, did I? So I'm left with three useless fucking <laughs> phrases. Yeah. 
We wasted two. What's the other anyway, one? Anyway, more fucking alien. Oh, you want to hear it? I'll fucking tell you it. Yeah, I do. I'm intrigued. It was about booking a room. Vorrei prenotare un camera per due persone per due notti. I would like to book a room for two people for two nights. It's a bit like Rimmer and his Esperanto. <laughs> and you can't even mix and match, can you? Because you don't know the grammar. No, that's all I can so remember. You can't even say, I want to book a room for two because it's romantic. Yeah. Oh. Vorrei prenotare un camera perché è romantico. Oh, we can. Oh. So as long as, <laughs> as long as you're having a conversation with someone about making coffee and their father hasn't, then uh, you'd like to book a room or a table. You're laughing. Well, but then the problem is, though, because you're in the city, you go somewhere and you're like, uh, inglesi, scusi, inglesi, and everyone's like, ah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Milano? And you're like, oh, fuck it. Like, yeah, it's all right. And the other thing is, if they don't speak English, there's this amazing system you can use in shops and stuff where you just go, pointy. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up one finger or two, you know, and then... Because I remember cause my friend was trying to force me to learn, like, not force, but, you know, trying to encourage me. Did she beat you? Well, I needed tobacco desperately, and I was being a pussy and was too scared to go. And, and she was like, you're a fucking big boy. You're a grown man. Right, you can go and, like speak a bit of Italian and get served tobacco and I, I literally walked into the shop and pointed and there was no fucking word spoken like grazie so yeah you, you don't fucking See, need I it I'd have just gone to the shop and gone 20 lucky strikes please I don't think they would have understood that <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just, and then I just shouted it they still wouldn't have understood enough to leave for being rude and I've pointed it bastardo <laughs> Because that's what English people do abroad. We don't try and learn the language, guys. We just shout until they someone understands. 20 Lambert and Butler! <laughs> what do you mean you ain't dumb, so scampy and fucking fries? <laughs> it's your fucking 21st century, innit? Now, people like that can always find chips. <laughs> Fish and fucking chips, innit, you know, mate? The same people that eat Sunday dinners in 30 degree heat. <laughs> you got any fucking chips? Up for me Sunday dinner. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Right, so uh, next one. Can we take a break? No, let's talk about more things that are not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Do you take a break? Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, we're back. So number five. We're making a bomb. <laughs> aliens out for fertilizer. Not illegal aliens, guys. Just just aliens. I didn't say the fucking illegal. <laughs> Why? Now that's racism on your part because you're assuming that. He, Anyway, moving on. Build that wall. <laughs> it just got ten feet higher. <laughs> no, it didn't, Donny. No, it didn't. Uh, similar to Joe Simmonson's story in terms of amazingly casual encounters of the third kind was Newark farmer Gary Wilcox's meeting with aliens on April 24th, 1964. Seeing a cigar-shaped object, he mistook it for a crashed plane. He rode up to it on a tractor. Turned out to contain two beings in clothing that hid their faces. They told Wilcox they were Martians and then began asking him questions. This lasted for over two hours until they eventually got down to the business and explained they were attempting to terraform Mars by the way of studying samples of Earth's soil. To that end, they asked for a bag of fertiliser, as they had no cows on Mars. Wilcox obligingly went to retrieve a £75 bag only to find the Martians had left before he got back. So he oh, left the bag. Customers do so that. he left the bag. When he checked on the spot the next day, it was gone. Wow, well, I'm convinced. Someone that wants free fertiliser made up a 
a story and I had to get free food. I was on that guy. Yeah, I think you had a fucking seizure. Dream the whole thing. <laughs> it could be. No comment. It's all hearsay, isn't it? What the fuck can I say about it? <laughs> it's all hearsay. Oh, Number four. I want to believe. I mean, Number I do, but you've got to give me something better than that. Like, oh, yeah, like, they can travel faster than speed of light, but fuck. We ain't got no cows on Mars, who so we need. Did he say they're from Mars? Yeah. They were terraforming Mars. In the, in the old days, that was 1964, so there we haven't are, been there yet. There are no cows on Mars. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Unless that's where we originated from, but that's a different episode. Oh, yeah. R.I.P.D. to uh, Curiosity, the Martian rover. Oh, yeah, what was his last word? Yeah. It was quite sad, wasn't it's, it? Um, my battery's low and it's getting dark. Ah, well, so long, you little metal prick. I mean, I liked it. It's a, it's a robot. Mate, he, was, he had no feet. Everyone's getting... People doing all that sad face and sharing the shit out of that meme. People getting tattoos of it. Really? And they're like, oh, yeah, like, it's it's so sad. Like, it's sad that we've lost it and we won't get that information. But those last words are, are literally just it reporting on its fucking surroundings and its situation. It's being a fucking machine. There's nothing emotional, human... Well, or, we've added the emotion to it, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, like, because dogs have eyebrows. They do. Yeah, and that's why we think they've got all these extra emotions that they don't have. Mine's got eyebrows. Because they look more expressive because they've got eyebrows. If they, they have probably, no eyebrows... They probably have the emotion. Oh, no, no. I think they fear... They, they have, like, joy, fear... Protectiveness. About kind of... Guilt. Love. They do feel guilt. some love. Oh, well, they got love. I don't know if they do feel guilty. We add that on because of the uh, eyebrows. No, no, you can... Max fucking he hangs his head, his tail goes between his legs, he slinks off. He knows when he's done something wrong. Okay, guilty. maybe guilt, guilt is one of the ones they feel then. But we add all this extra stuff on because of their fucking eyebrows. Mm. Mine has got eyebrows, it makes he's it look like they're being spots above his eyes. Yeah, it makes it look like they're being all expressive and stuff. That's my point. Cats don't have eyebrows, like raccoons don't have eyebrows. Dogs, like us, look how expressive your eyebrows are. You can give me a fake smile... And I look at your fucking eyes and I'm like, oh, that's a fake fucking smile because your eyebrows don't fucking move. They are what add the expression and the emotion to our facial features. And because dogs have got them, but it's not attached to their feelings, we add all this, oh, he's feeling all this. He's fucking not. He's just got eyebrows. And we add all that shit on. And I don't know why I'm yeah. on this rant. But it's, and if cats had eyebrows, it'd be even fucking weirder, wouldn't it? Imagine if their fucking eyebrows went up and down. When they were angry, it would look really fucking bad, wouldn't He'd it? He'd be angry all the time, though. Exactly. You'd think, he's going to kill me again. He's going to scratch. And he's just like, no, play with me. Like, ah! Evil little uh. ball, of, ball of murder. <laughs> but Is yeah. your kitten killed anything yet? No, he hasn't been outside yet. Yeah. He is going to go outside. We're not having an indoor cat, but he hasn't been out yet. But he will. He, he brings us offerings, but they're from around the house. They're not animals. But yeah. I do look at it and think, that'll be a bird with its head gone one day. Yeah. And the girls will be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not do so you like fucking... spiders? Is he, I don't think he's attacked a spider yet, no. We don't get many in our house, touch wood. He goes for flies. Yeah, I'm flies. Mm. Not, that. not that there's many flies in our house, but... Uh, catches a fly or a spider, and all you can hear is the crunch. He's just crunching, he's eating, devouring his prey. Yeah? Your cat is a killer. Little are. Well, most of them, unless some of them are absolute shit. Fucking useless, aren't they? You know, like, pampered... 
pedigree. Oh yeah. Never been outside. And if you took Persian it outside, ones. it would just last yeah. about. It would get killed by blackbirds or something. <laughs> or pigeons. Or, I don't know. I have seen so people carried off by a group cat. of yeah. blackbirds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like that. <laughs> I have seen a cat attacked by a group of birds before. Oh, to see it off like they yeah. joined together. Well, yeah. they've got that ability somehow. How the fuck? It's beyond my mental capability. There must be. I don't know if scientists have a theory or what, or biologists. But when they, there's thousands of them in formation. Them giant. Oh, I can't remember what they're called. And it's moved like what? It's a giant. Is it a swarm? Big flock. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's moving and making all them amazing shapes. And like, they've got to be some sort of level of understanding, communication. Like, Jerry. Or is it literally the one at the front? Is it literally the one at the front goes right, and then everybody follows in this yeah. amazing computer program of like you, then you, then you, then you, then you, then you, then you. But when he tires, mm. the lead bird, he all drops to the back, and someone else will take his place. Literally, everybody else is just going. Oh, we're going this way. Oh, no, it's that way. No, oh, that's, that's geese. I'm assuming. When it's geese the same. do that V mm. thing, the guy at the front is doing all the flapping. Everybody else is like kind of resting because the air mm. is just—he's breaking the air. So when he gets tired, he drops to the back and the next one moves up and he's fresh for a while and the other one rests and they all take it in turns. They're communicating, man. It's awesome. It's scary. I like the birds communicating. Well, when they all jump I'll send the birds. Yeah, exactly. I that film. Alfred Hitchcock. It scared he's... me to death as a kid. Oh, I didn't see it when I was young. It would have, yeah, I wouldn't have liked that if I saw oh, it. I used to watch everything when I was about 10. I'd be watching, like, Freddy Krueger and shit. Like, oh, I didn't watch it. horrors. I watched, like, I saw Robocop when I was 10, which is why it has such an lasting impression. I might have been even younger, to be honest with you. Oh, hang on, let's do the maths. 83, 89, it would have been out on VHS a couple of years later, wouldn't it? Probably, usually about a year, isn't it? Probably nine or ten, yeah. And Terminator. But that's what I'm obsessed with robots. Maybe I might be why, but I was I liked them before then. They come from like two thousand AD comics, robots, and all the video games that time. If you think of the artwork and thing, there's yeah. a lot of cyborgs. Like, so yeah, but not horrors, man. I couldn't have took horrors. There's a bit of gore in Terminator and Robocop, but I hate uh, I don't hate horrors. I respect it as a genre and all that, but it's I don't I don't see the point in putting on something that's gonna make me feel negatively. Some like people enjoy being scared. It's enjoyable. I'm not a massive lover of horror. I'll, I love sci-fi horror. Sci-fi horror is different for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch that. Um, a bit more psychological. Though. I don't do... A bit more sort of like, you know, Alien, for example. It's yeah. a sci-fi horror. Yeah, I don't really enjoy the sort of torture films like Soil no, and Hustle. Torture I don't porn. understand that. Because yeah. I just think to myself, well, that's probably happening to someone as I would be watching this in real life. I don't, right? I don't, I don't need that in my fucking social life. torch someone's face off. I mean, that's just... It's not... You know, you don't need it, do you? Yeah, it's, it, do you know what I mean? Violence is is okay and stuff if it's for a purpose, not just f- for the sake of it. Yeah, if it's if it's in it's, the story, it's, yeah, it's gore for the sake of gore, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. If it's justified. It's a war film, as long as their arm blown off, and that's yeah. fine. I can deal with that. But yeah. watching someone getting a nail driven into their eye mm. is not something I enjoy watching. Me either. Well. Back anyway, to these fucking uh, green twats. Pierre Zanfretta and the lizard people. Hey. We now head over to Italy, now you're talking. where a private security guard was driven to unusually dangerous extremes by an alleged encounter which he left behind atypically. atypically strong, though still hardly conclusive evidence. On December 6th, 1978, he was out doing his rounds when he saw four lights coming towards a house he was guarding. 
Approaching the lights with pistol drawn, he saw that they were three metres tall, that's ten feet, green-skinned, uh, mouthpiece-wearing reptilian things with spikes extended from their heads. He claimed the aliens then seemed to hit him with some sort of heat beam. He sprinted away, radioed in and then broke off contact, having to be found by a later security patrol. When he saw the other guards, he aimed his gun at them, but fortunately didn't fire. When the scene was later investigated, very large, unusual footprints, about 50 centimetres or 20 inches long, were found along with evidence of scorching among the trees, which indicated at least something out of the ordinary had happened, maybe, allegedly, possibly. Mm. Well... Lizards? I'm definitely more likely to believe lizards than actual aliens. But that wasn't the end of it, apparently. On December the 26th, the aliens returned, and this time they got him. Oh, no. As he later recalled under hypnotic suggestion, the aliens took him inside their craft and attached a sort of communication helmet to him. One of the aliens shot Zanfretta's gun into the, a piece of metal, apparently to see what would happen. Zanfretta told the lizard men that he was afraid and wanted to be released. They obliged. That was until they abducted him again oh, wow. on July 29th, 1979. Yet again on December the 2nd, 1979, and a fifth time in 1980. On the fifth occasion, the aliens took him to a crystal mothership and showed him a frog-like being suspended in a tube <laughs> <laughs> that they claimed was an enemy of their species. Wow. Did he have to bow to the floating crystal mask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference that maybe one listener will get. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> when you write that song, Gaz, they'll all get it. Hey. Solar Warden. Oh, yeah, incidentally, YouTube, Solar Warden Music. We've got a YouTube channel now for the band. So I'll say more at the end. Okay. If I can still speak. I must explain if this is your first episode. I don't normally get this pissed. But it's Ben's birthday bash. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sinking him. <laughs> and you We're can... getting pissed talking about the lizard men. Yeah, yeah. you can probably what, tell. What more can I want on my birthday? To be fair, if this is their first episode, it might be. it's either going to make it or break it for you, isn't it? You're either going to yeah. listen and go, fuck these cunts, or you're going to be like, hey. And we, we're more coherent-ish, I guess. A few percent more coherent. Yeah. Yeah. And I can pronounce, pronounce coherent. And you can correctly. pronounce. pronounce. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm a functioning alcoholic, guys, so I can still read and, and drink. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> In your head, it might sound like you can. <laughs> I do listen back sometimes and think, oh man, I was drunk at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you start off on. Perfectly fine, though, so... Yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> the audience He's, goes on a journey with you. By the time um, Alex rolls round at the end, <laughs> I haven't got to really say anything, so I can off. I put for that, I can just lean back and watch. <laughs> My job is over, that's it. Oh, man. Good times. Uh, do you want to do the next one, Gaz? Oh, go on, then. Number three is that. Yeah. Lee Parrish is abducted by... Dot, dot, dot. Structures? Woohoo! On January 27, 1977, 19-year-old Lee Parrish was driving home when he claimed his car was lifted into the air by a beam of light. Under hypnosis, 
Parrish later described being taken before three strange objects that looked so unlike any known life that he could only guess that they were sentient. One was a large, black, 20-foot-tall rectangle <laughs> with a jointless, robotic arm extending from it. A Dalek. He fell asleep next to a JCP. <laughs> fucking piss head. <laughs> a fucking digger. He fell into a construction site. He drove onto a construction site. Off Got his him. face. <laughs> fell asleep next to a digger. Jointless <laughs> robotic army standing <coughs> from it. There was also a red rectangular prism Ooh. with a similar arm and a motionless white prism about two metres, that's six feet, in height. Somehow, the white one gave the impression that it was the leader. I'd say so. The red prism approached him and extended the robot arm. With Parrish getting the sense that it was afraid of him. Nevertheless, when it touched him, it gave him a sensation of coldness and pain. Parrish thought that that was done to run a scan on him. After that, the three objects merged together. Form Devastator! <laughs> yeah. Dispelling a later impression among some UFO enthusiasts that the things were robots. The next thing Parrish was aware of, he was back in his car. Analysis of his missing time indicated the reported experience lasted 38 minutes. 38 minutes is oddly specific, isn't it? It is, I suppose, but... Okay, he's 19. It's 1977. Comic books are probably... Comic books and weed. Yeah. LSD, doesn't say where this was either, actually, does it? Where? It doesn't uh, say where. It doesn't say if it's America, Britain, whatever. I can't remember. No, but either way, um, this fella could have been on the old LSD. Possibility. A little bit of the acid. Drove into blitz stuff his face, drove into a construction site. Yeah, he's either full of shit or he's like, he's tripping, man. Like three prisms with robotic arms hanging off him. Made of, like, so the prisms are made of light, but the arms are robotic. That's a pretty, you know, it sounds like a 1970s, like, prog rock album cover, doesn't <laughs> it? Do you know what I mean? One white, one red, one blue. This is the white man was in charge. Terrible. Were they red, white, and blue? Seriously, as well. Uh, red, white, and uh, black. Oh, okay. I was going to say otherwise. It could have been like the old a bit stars patriotic. and stripes. Yeah. Uh, America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Go that one, then, boys. Not that one. That's absolute cockwash. Isn't oh, it? I, I remember this one. Brains on the road. There were two. On August the 17th, 1971, John Hudges and Paul Rodriguez were driving home in Palos Verdes, California, when they saw aliens on the road. They were like cerebrums, with the smaller of the two slightly bigger than a softball. The larger of them had a large red eye and began to float towards them. The pair immediately hightailed it away, and Hodges dropped Rodriguez off at his home. But when Hodges got home, the aliens returned, and this time he was taken to their leaders. According to Hodges, these are aliens of a type more commonly described with their brains essentially pets. With the brains essentially pets that they used for telepathic communication. Why would they let the brains wander free or reveal their existence to the first their first human contact was not explained? Floating brains. Floating brains. On a quest for knowledge. <laughs> oh, there's a song. 
Mm. Floating brains on a quest for knowledge. Yeah. Reminds me of Red Dwarf as well. Lister's mm. brains in a jar. Yeah. And he's got his dreadlocks attached to the... Yeah. <laughs> 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 and future armour. The giant oh, yeah, brains yeah, yeah, yeah. and the... Uh, yeah. Trying to steal all the knowledge. Right. You're not going for that one? Giant brains? <laughs> uh, Somebody, I'm, I'm open. Whatever. Inventive. Somebody proves it. Uh, yeah, I believe it. Right, do you want to take number one? Number one. Aliens elaborately stalk Ed Walters. Well, why not? Who, oh, the what? Gulf Breeze sightings. These are quite a famous um, case. We'll probably have a, a look at this at some point. Oh, sorry, sorry, mate. In well, 1988, Gulf Breeze, Florida became the epicentre of a string of UFO sightings and photographs mostly centering around one Ed Walters. With the unusually non-aerodynamic structure, colour scheme and general shape, the UFOs, Walters and allegedly other people photograph look less like interstellar craft of galactic villains and more like they should be on the Tilter Worlds, which is very fitting for the odd experience he described. This probably will be an episode at some point, the Gulf Breeze sightings. <clears throat> oh yeah, oh yes it will. Android cup. You I'll, 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 I'll get high and watch Android cup. I don't oh, care. I'm gonna think of something you'll hate. You said Back to Future. Oh like yeah, it. yeah. Well remembered. Back yeah. to the Future. We're doing that one as well. Oh, All three of them. Yeah. Well, you're saying in a row. Know. We're gonna do a movie marathon. Well, I tell you what. If I'm gonna sit there and watch nine hours of fucking Back to the Future movie. <laughs> Okay, like, maybe not a nine. When you say it like that, it's a long time. Well, maybe six. Don't worry about that one. Maybe we'll watch the first two one night, back to back. Because actually they're a good pairing, aren't they, Mike? Story-wise. And then the third one the next day. Are we doing that um, live? Or are you going to take the notes for that one? Because I'm not sitting no. there and taking the notes for that. I think we should record an audio commentary track. No, we did that before. It didn't work. Oh, didn't it work? Oh. Uh, I think we should oh, watch yeah, the three did, films, yeah. come and discuss it. Like we did with Star Wars. Yeah. We managed it with eight films or whatever many years. Nine. Yeah. I'm sure we can manage oh, it with three. Oh, well, we'll discuss it off air anyway. The what? Oh, I'm going to watch Back to the Future. They're fucking amazing films, you fucking silly fucking fool. You'll love no, them. Open no, up I your don't. mind. I don't. They're great. Sin them, guys. The Sin them. The DeLorean's incredible. Doc is incredible, Marty's incredible, it's all oh, just ace, it's so clever. It's too many flaws. It's perfect. It's not. It's perfect. Great Scott. The only flaw, like I said, yeah, this is getting heavy, great Scott. The only flaw is Biff Tannen, free Biff Tannen. <laughs> he, should, he shouldn't be there at the end. I know he's a bad man, he did wrong, but it doesn't make any sense for him to be working for the family. No, bit, oh, I just tipped beer all over my crutch because I missed. <laughs> uh, I missed my giant and there, mug. And there sums up that's the future. Oh. You could have tipping beer over your crutch. I want this to be known that I have not pissed myself. I literally just tipped <laughs> a fucking can of beer over myself because I missed my giant mug. Well, and that is a perfect analogy for the Back to the Future trilogy: the beer and the crotch. They're amazing. Now that's how you end the film part two. They did this in Family Guy, uh, where it shows like. The end part. The end of Empire strikes back. There's a downer, man. It the, is. The end of fucking part two. You think it's a downer. The doc's gone, mm. and that letter turns up, right? And uh, the the guy with the letters like, I didn't think you'd be here, kid. We had a bet down at the department. Yeah. This letter's been here since eighteen something. Like, eighteen eighty one. Yeah, eighteen eighty five. Eighteen eighty five. Yeah. And then he opens it up, and he's like. 
He's alive! The dog's alive! The dog's alive! He's in the old west, but he's alive! And the fucking cue the music! And then it fucking comes up on the screen, I remember. Then you get a mini tray, I remember watching part two of this. The first time, and there's a mini fucking trailer for part three at the end of it. Because they filmed yeah. them back to back. Yeah, great. That's never happened. Oh, fuck you. Move on to the 80s. It's a shame three was a bit poo. Oh, that's it a bit is harsh. Comparatively, but comparatively. Comparatively. It's a decent film, but things the first like two were just amazing. Yeah, it is. It's hard to limit it a to. bit. Yeah. But it's nice to, you know. Yeah. Not some good bits in it. I'm sure there weren't. Oh, get back on with the aliens then. One of my favourite quotes is in that, and you're gonna—he's gonna tear me apart for this <laughs> one. But I love it. it's so simple. It's cheesy as fuck, but it's fucking bang on. And Marty says to the duck, because he's fucking falling in love, and he the duck for the first time. He's like, "You meet the right woman, duck, it just hits you. It's like lightning. That's yeah. it. There's nothing you can do about it. That's his way of explaining it. It hits you like lightning, like the lightning hit the fucking DeLorean, and it all ties deep, in. It's deep fucking, shit, man." Yeah, really deep. <laughs> I, had to, I had to think for all the two seconds you got that fucking reference. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, I love it. I love those films so I much. Mean, so awesome. glad firearms are banned in this country. Oh, back to the fucking aliens. <laughs> back yeah. to the fucking attention-seeking, schizophrenic, <laughs> fucking mental disorder, having fucking society dropout fucking losers who make these fucking stories up and sell them to these shit-heel fucking low-rent fucking websites and publications which then syndicate these fucking bullshit stories, therefore perforating them through people like you who believe this and pass it on, you fucking assholes. I don't believe all of it. Let's Amen, give, brother! <laughs> let's give them some more fucking... Yes, let's breathe them some more because oxygen. Because look, look. I'm going to have to spend six hours of my life watching Back to the Future to please you guys. I don't need to talk about it again now, do I? This is how Mike feels when we bang on about wrestling. There you go. It's, see, it's nice. And sometimes how I feel if there's a real political discussion well, going on. Watching and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I enjoy threads. Oh, man, threads. I thought about Gazi, he found it quite painful. Yeah, that upset me for a few weeks, man. <laughs> that, uh, that nuclear weapon thing that went down, that rabbit hole that went down. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, now we've got India and Pakistan kicking off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do like the fact that the hashtag no for war, that no to war, that Indians and Pakistanis are... But what the fuck does Twitter do? A million people turned up in London, they still bombed Iraq. So just because a lot of them are tweeting that, I guess it doesn't mean nothing, but it's nice, Although, I suppose. Um, as in all fairness, today to the Pakistanis, they released that Indian pilot as a gesture of goodwill. Fair, fair play. Um, so they're obviously trying to de-escalate the situation. Another fucking mess the Brits left behind. Because they know they lose in a full-on conflict, that's why. Just like fucking it. Israel. We split the end off, called it... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Do you know loads of, there was loads of bloodshed and like... Yeah, like a million people, wasn't there? Bad like stuff happened on the days like when it was... Because we literally just fucking like split it and like people having to go... People who were on one side were having to be, come back this way and be... Yeah. And, Vice versa. Yeah, it wasn't cool. We. 1947, I think we left India, something like 48, 47, something like that. 47, I think. There were massacres and things, weren't there? And, mm, yeah. There's been a lot of wars since. Yeah. My crotch is wet. It is. 
Anyway. Anyway, let me give you the most let me give you the most up to date, convincing one there is I've got for you today. An Arizona man, we've covered this briefly in weird news, but I found this larger article and I feel that we should elaborate into this man's case. The Arizona man sells his six and a half million dollar ranch because of constant violent alien attacks. I remember this, yeah. It's just the samurai sword, yeah. man. For fuck. He's still got no evidence, has he? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> is he um, trying to high cut the price? I think he is. Think of it, it's really clever. You say all this shit. Mm. The alien views just buy it. All of a sudden, every single fucking UFO group is banding together trying to desperately raise money to spend six and a half million Jesus dollars on a farm Christ. in the hope they're going to encounter these violent little grey fuckers. Is that him? I believe it is. He friend. looks like Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> he does. If he had too many cakes. What do you mean if he had too many cakes? Well, no, he didn't. He wasn't that chubby back in the day. No, I mean, he is now. Oh no, I think he's 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 doing all right, Jake. Bless him. But <laughs> this man, look this guy up online, listener. This is Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> so why does he just let Damien loose on these uh, on these aliens? <laughs> why not? Did for Randy Savage. Was that the same snake? Mm. No, oh, he had many snakes. He they did. they died like <laughs> that's what <laughs> we didn't know his kids. Yeah. And wild. they had to go from show to show. Like he went through hundreds of snakes. Oh man! And he left them in hotels and lost them places. Really? Oh yeah, he's got lots Fucking of stories hell. of losing them. Uh, so when a man sells uh, a five million dollar ranch after a slew of alien attacks, you know that his alien encounters have taken a toll. John Edmonds seemed capable of handling the occasion and in the occasional unidentified craft zipping by overhead. But then the alien started to kidnap his wife from her bed. She's cheating on you, bro. That's just her excuse. Oh, well. Where were you last night? (laughs) (laughs) So, scroll down and see what he has to say. The aliens aren't always friendly. John Edmund says that he's killed 18 greys with a samurai sword during his time at the ranch. He even shared a photo of bloodstains, supposedly, from these violent encounters. But where are the bodies? If you don't take the heads, they disappear, Edmund said. He clarified, unless you cut the head off and disconnect the antennae, so to speak, they instantly phone home. Even with a razor-sharp sword, it is nearly impossible to decapitate them with one swing. Oh. Badasses. This is Stardust Ranch. It's located in Buckeye, Arizona, about an hour and a half away from Phoenix, the notorious site of the Phoenix Lights. Maybe that's why there's so much reported alien activity at the ranch. According to owner John Edmonds, the property have been a hotbed of extraterrestrial activity since he and his wife first moved in 20 years ago. Creepier still, the previous owners didn't seem to move out. They had just disappeared, and all their stuff was still in the house, Edmonds said. They're buried in the cornfield. <laughs> yeah, he killed them and took their ranch. Aliens They even got the aged aliens guys in to court to say it. Huh. What they? happened, Giorgio? Aliens. <laughs> it's like, so what, you sold the house and then you just fuck off without taking any of your stuff? These have disappeared. I guess that's weird. He claims that uh, aliens tried to abduct his wife right in front of him. He described the terrifying scene. There was a cone of light. It came down and she started to rise into that cone of light. 
I grabbed an AK-47 with a double banana clip in it, <laughs> and I went outside and opened up. What the hell's a banana clip? It's uh, just like a curved magazine. Ah. But he's got a, uh, it's a double, so I don't know if he means it's extended, so it's carrying 60 rounds of 30, or he's just done the old trick of taping one mag upside down from the other. Does that work? Oh, yeah. He's just, as long as you don't lie down and you get the end, um, um, open end of the magazine in the dirt, yeah, it should work. It works all the time. You know, you start, you, you got two magazines. You, mm-hmm. It's not a bit people. I know, you've you got a magazine, you put it in, you yeah. slam it in. You don't need to slam it in, you need a gentle oh, click. No, that's not they do in films. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not, but you, it, makes a, it makes a gentle <laughs> click. It's like inserting yourself into a lady. It should be gentle and calm. Okay, you so you've done in. that all the time. What's <laughs> this bullshit about taping somebody to the round? Well, Ripley does it in Aliens. I'll use that example. Okay. She gets the magazine, Yeah. and she wants some extra ammo, mm-hmm. so she gets some tape, mm-hmm. and she takes one magazine facing downwards, so the open end is down, tapes it round to the other magazine, so when she runs out of ammo in the one, all she has to do is take it out, turn it round, put the other one back in. That's why I was getting confused. I thought you meant it somebody did it automatically and carried on. to go, throw the empty one away, grab a new one, chuck that one in, no, no, and just, just flip one round. Turn, there you go, back in. you got to reach into your pouch, flip. take it out. You should be able to do it, a train's always doing less than two seconds. Exactly. So she's wasting time. Well, he tape. could have an extended clip. I don't know. I don't know what he means by it. I'm just... Uh, he could he's, have six... fi- he's, fi- he's a fucking schizophrenic bell end. Well, yeah, he looks like James Robert. Oh, he's trying to raise the property price. He's, tr- he's preying on feeble-minded conspiracy <laughs> theorists. Like, and I am pointing at Ben Listen because I'm fairly drunk and leery. <laughs> Alien hunters. I'm genuinely shocked. Um... Are you to believe you? If you haven't contributed to a Kickstarter to buy the buying of this ranch, have you? Contributed? I started it, mate. Oh, shit. <laughs> We've lost him, mate. <laughs> I want to be fighting great aliens in six months. <laughs> I'll send you that. We'll do a live Skype <laughs> show. Well, you can just come with me. If you can ever live stream. With a grey alien, then obviously we've made it. Because I'm fucking punching it in the face. I don't know what you're going to be made. Or are you well, no, he's kind of getting to my house to duck my loved ones. Oh, like him, I suppose. Why do they want his ranch so badly? Oh, why not? Nice maybe, ranch. imagine if that's the centre of dimensional... <laughs> maybe like it is, maybe it really falls onto a dimensional gateways. Or, or he's a fucking attention-seeking knob jockey. Well, he says the speed generated by their movements of at least three at once made the glass in the double-pane windows buzz and misalign the frames to the point where the windows are now very difficult to close and lock properly without using a screwdriver to realign them in the frame. First, I believe the high-frequency buzz is a side effect of their partial in-phase or, or out-of-phase interdimensional travel. Ah, of course. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> That's why your windows are all fucked up. That happens to loads of windows just over time. They start sinking and giving away a bit and it's harder to open and close. The lock's getting a bit fucked. Yeah, my window farts. <laughs> <laughs> it does sometimes pick up on the mic. I have heard it occasionally. On, re- on re-listens. Hey, don't try and blame your anal gases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one who's my window farts. Who's have heard it? <laughs> Um, other people's may have spotted the other people may have spotted the ETs too during a Google Hangouts interview with Kerry Cassidy from Project Camelot. A short figure appeared behind Edmonds. I believe there's a photo of that if you scroll up. Well, uh, you can find this uh, on Ranker.com. This article. There it was with the red circle around it. Yeah, a bit down. 
Yeah, some more. It's a fucking person in the background. It's an alien, guys. Oh, fuck. Is that it? No, it's not. So this is Load More. No, I mean, is that it? Is that the figure behind him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you convinced, Moog? No. (laughs) Oh, man. No, I think that's enough. No, there is more. It's not no, that's enough. It's not loading, to be fair. So. Yeah, well, no, the computer is literally saying no. Oh, there was more. <laughs> it's literally saying no. I've read it. So, yeah, there you have it. Aliens. <sighs> of course. So, are we moving on to the weird news? <laughs> so, what do you think, guys? I think every single one of those on that list were hilariously fucking wank. <laughs> <laughs> Open your mind, guys. He threw the fucking Venezuelan man 15 feet. <laughs> I love that story. And then he did not shit himself. Instead, he tried to stab him. And then... then when Shows the human he, spirit, guys. The steel skin was like... Dung, and then the alien was like, fuck this. I'm not getting stabbed up by impenetrable skin. Could have his eyes, you don't know, next time. The fucking boy. That one that disintegrated the little boy and then he just reappeared and everyone's like, whoa. Hello, Dimitri. Dimitri, you return. And they literally steal Ewoks. Yeah. We, we established it was a group of midget wrestlers or little people wrestlers, I think they like to be called. Little person wrestlers. I think that's the PC term. Between shows, travelling and, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, well, I'll go with aliens. Bollocks. It's all bollocks. Arizona man is a fucking Jake the Snake wannabe with his moustache <laughs> and his fucking mullet and his shit stories and his picture of, like, blood on the floor with a samurai sword. There was probably, more to that article because I remember he showed off some wounds he oh, got in, that, in the battle. He cut himself with his sword and he raped a raccoon's <laughs> anus with his sword or something or whatever critters appear on his ranch because he's a weird, perverted... Ranch man who lives on a hmm. ranch. <laughs> well, all right. He has sustained wounds in battle, though. He's, oh. he's shown pictures of the scars he's got. Oh. I've got. It's a all cut. very compelling, guys. I've got a cut on my finger there. What if I told you I got that from? I f- I fell through a dimensional wormhole and I an- landed in He Man's universe. Right. The universe that is full of the masters of. Yeah. And uh, and I was scratched by Battle Cat. Well, I would uh, argue I fell that back I would... through the wormhole. But look, there's a scratch, Ben. Yeah, but I would, I would scratch. argue, Gaz, if that had happened, you would have mm. messaged me and Mike on Facebook to tell us. Oh, there's no fucking uh, signal. Yeah, when you got back. Coverage. No, yeah, I'm telling you now. <laughs> yeah, Eternia hasn't got cell phone towers. How did you know? Been there, dickhead. <laughs> They've got rocks shaped like penises, though. Yes, uh, and Fisto, he's very popular amongst <laughs> memes. Some of the community in uh, in Eternia. <laughs> I fisted them, he man. Well, I, I fisted them good. Them good. I couldn't fist them all. <laughs> oh, but you tried, though, didn't you, Fisto? <laughs> nasty hand Stop me now, having <laughs> such a good time. <laughs> having a fist. <laughs> Or maybe his victims are singing, Don't fist me now. I'm having such a bad time. It's a really big fist. <laughs> so um, you're not going for, for Arizona guy, John Edmonds? Fuck him. Go Sorry, that's my more. professional. <laughs> any, any, I've got nothing more eloquent to say. No. Any one of them? No, I think these people all need medication or love or just something, a hobby, a different hobby, better friends, 
just a different outlook on life. Financial security, maybe. Yeah. Just watch more telly, play more PlayStation, just anything. <laughs> like, I don't know, just it's just anything to take your mind off all this. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll become a. Uh, I'll watch know. two Italians make a pancake. <laughs> Tell everybody it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> That's how. Sh- I mean, how Americans don't like the average American doesn't really know there's a border outside America. Like they don't know the rest of the world exists, basically. That's what happens to actual native Italians walk into a campsite and they're so polite and well dressed and like good looking and they in, can in a cook. strange car that he's yeah, 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 yeah. Like, a sports car that's really small and like compared to your average American client like, they, they can they've cook. Turned up, they've turned up in a Fiat five hundred and he's yeah. got a pick up. Wow, that's weird. That's gonna be some kind of space. And some old Texans like, Oh my god, they had like olive skin and like slick hair and like all oh, black one piece yeah. They're just wearing nice Versace. Suits, they've got good hair. They're your typical Italian. Like, you know, oh god, yeah, no, but no aliens. Aliens. I, mean, I really Italian aliens. I really need a wig. Yeah, me too, actually. So uh, let's go to pee break <laughs> and we'll do some more weird news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. And we're back. We're gonna do weird news. The boys aren't convinced by my alien encounters. So, uh, well, not my alien encounters, but the ones I've found for the show. So um, let's do some weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Wow, well, that's linking into an article we had a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, I do know this story, actually. Woman covers her face in period blood to show they're beautiful and powerful. Demetria Nix spent years hiding her periods from boyfriends and being extremely embarrassed every time she came on. But when a change in her contraception meant she had to start keeping a closer eye on her cycle, she started to see things very differently. She grew to love her time of the month, saying it's beautiful and powerful, and wanted to share her new appreciation with women around the world. It keeps saying woman around the world, but that should be women, shouldn't it? Yeah. Lord, who writes these? I know. The fucking, it's ridiculous. So these people are supposed to be professionals. Jesus. The thing is, they want to get them out as quickly as yeah, possible. Yeah, just bang it out, bang it out. It's oh, awful. She started collecting her blood and one day had an impulse to smear it across her face and share photos online. No, that's not an impulse, love. That's an impending psychological breakdown. <laughs> it's an impulse. She would argue it's just, you know, it's just a bodily fluid, it's just blood. Yeah, but you don't know, oh, you know what? Yeah, but sharing it online, that's an impulse for attention seeking. Yes, that's, that's my point, that is. yeah. That is, you, you know. You said it right. Yeah, that's my point. You know, mm, yeah, you want to do it in the privacy of your own home. I don't give a shit. Do what you want. But the minute you go, I want to share this online. See, you no, you're attention seeking. There you go. That's it. Because what I love sometimes with, with Facebook. Well, good for a little, do it. Not everyone wants to fucking see it. That's well, you can hide the post. I can But that's not the point. It's attention seeking at its highest this, thing. This is my a little thing I've got with Facebook because you know I'm a fairly avid Facebook user. It's all every single post is attention seeking, on some level. Like, there's levels to it. You know, some people are completely ridiculous and obviously psychologically unsafe attention oh, yeah. seeking. We've all seen that level. Someone mm. who's gone through a break. I watched oh. a marriage breakup live oh, on Facebook. Fuck yeah! Literally, he was outside the house. Mm. She was in the house yeah. for some reason. Well, she wouldn't answer his calls or texts. The only yeah. way she would respond is in this Facebook comment thread, and I sat there and watched it for like twenty minutes. Oh, 
Can you yeah. imagine it? Why would you do it? Exactly. Right, there's that level, but then even when you share a song or something like, oh, I'm like this, my point is, on a very small level, it's all, everything on the whole point of it is attention-seeking. Everything we do on there is attention-seeking. So the second she smears it on and posts it on there, yeah, she's... It's not so much about... It's not posing a song or a picture of your dog. Mm. It's, hey, I'm smearing menstrual blood on my face. Should we see what she's got to say, the silly woman? <laughs> Sorry, that's me... Yep, that's me editorialising. <laughs> that's uh, man and him coming out again. <laughs> no, it's not. She's just, I'm not saying she's a dickhead for having a period. Just, she's a dickhead for smearing on her face and Facebooking it. Whatever her... Well, let's see her justifications. Have I just Alan partridge <laughs> uh, She said, We hold so much shame in our bodies and most of us do not realise it until we intentionally explore it. Our periods are an incredibly magical time of month that holds immense power. And our society keeps us away from that as much as possible. I'm seeing a now, correlation with Pooh Man, Pooh Face Man. Yeah, definitely. But do you know what I heard on, I think it was on Joe Rogan. It was on Joe Rogan, I heard, that this started on 4chan as a piss take. Right. Which is what happened with Flat Earth as well. It starts as a joke, but people uh, yeah. end up taking yeah. it on as an actual cause. And then it grows out of control. You mean like Gwyneth Paltrow's fucking healthcare business? Well, no, no, but <laughs> fuck her. But this, just, see what I mean though? It starts as this was literally somebody trolling on 4chan going, this is the next, this is what level they're taken to. And they did a fake post about rubbing period blood on your face. And then that somehow then got sucked into the zeitgeist. And some young ladies actually thought to themselves, you know what? That's a cause I can get behind. <laughs> I'm miming the spreading and also trying to recreate it audioly. Audibly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm drunker than I usually would be on the show. I just think I'll put this down to attention seeking. Yeah? Me I mean, too. yeah, alright, fantastic. It's powerful and amazing and wonderful, and I'm sure it is. But. You know, you don't need to smear it on your face and post it on Facebook. Oh, hang on, I've got or to read... Instagram, whatever platform you're using, I don't I've care. got to read that last line of a quote. I believe it's a beautiful thing to get comfortable with touching your own blood. I hope she means specifically the menstrual blood, because you shouldn't be comfortable with touching your blood blood, should you? Because it should always, really, be on the inside. Yeah, it it's a major pretty factor. Much it's all a, it's, the it's time. an important role in staying alive. Yeah, it should pretty much always. You shouldn't I mean, see it. We are just meat sacks full of liquid, yeah. you know? Very gently. Like, you see, when the cat scratched me earlier and I instantly started leaking blood, and I was just like, that is how... We're just this fragile little... Yeah, I re yeah. removed a, a, a swath of cling film that was rather bloody earlier from my leg. Oh, yeah. Tattoo day. He's yeah. not a fucking sadist. No, I wasn't cutting myself deliberately. Or a self-masochist. Well, he is a self-masochist. We're pretty e easy to injure, aren't we? And, and of course kill. we are. We're just little... Yeah. Like, we're like we're a little... Sex. You know, like a, a water balloon. Yes, exactly. Like a water we're, we're, balloon we're, with blood mm. in and some <laughs> solid stuff on the inside, but you drop us too hard and it goes... Yep. <laughs> Why is everybody gathered around that giant pizza down there? <laughs> That's not a giant pizza, sir. Why, why, where'd you get your pizzas? The fat bastard are here. <laughs> Boys of the dwarf. Hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, we put this one under attention seeking then, guys. I think so. Okay. Looks just one. been misguided reading articles that started as a joke. Or mentally ill. 
But that's how bad at critical thinking, though, that generation can be. They read something that started as a joke on 4chan and they think it's a serious fucking thing and take it on as a cause. There you go. Uh, oh, well. Your turn, Mike. This is from What's the sun. Oh, the sun. <laughs> Plastic ain't fantastic for your penis. Chemicals in food packaging make your manhood smaller. Let me guess, is this the EU's fault? Scientists in Australia have warned chemicals in plastics are the number one threat to male fertility. That's good. <laughs> well, chemicals in everyday items and household cleaners to food packaging can damage a man's penis and make it smaller. Why household chemicals? Who's drinking that? Well, there might be a spill. You might get it on your finger and ingest it. Read that next line, Vogue. Fuck it up. Thalates, BPA and parabens are to blame for a rise in the number of baby bo- baby boys being born with genital defects. Oh, fuck me. What the fuck what are we world doing? do we live in? We've inherited Eden and what the fuck are we turning because, into? Because we buy sandwiches from Tesco's every day in a plastic box. Like our kids are born with deformed dicks. What the fuck? fuck? It's like Mega City One, it's Judge Dredd. Gentlemen, gentlemen. This is the sun. A <laughs> <laughs> bad. Good point. Well made. Yeah. <laughs> the scientists from the University of Melbourne said in Australia penis birth defects oh. have doubled in recent years due to plastic use. Oh, well, that's in Australia, isn't it? Well, maybe the pollution in it, or what, maybe there's some environmental aspect to it that they have in Australia. That's not a deformed cock. <laughs> this is a deformed cock. <laughs> oh my god! It looks like a trout! <laughs> They were specifically looking for a defect called hypospadia, where the opening of the penis is on the underside rather than the tip. <laughs> oh, that's so... Imagine trying to aim your piss. Oh, that's all you get used to over time, I suppose. <laughs> but it's going to end in... It's going to end in... You piss on your feet a lot. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. You'd have to wear some kind of waterproof shoe, I imagine. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you could lie flat on your back and still have a piss. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> and that's a party trick, isn't it? <laughs> you lie flat on your back, put your feet against the toilet bowl. I can feel that your... can from flat on my just, back. And just piss into the toilet bowl. What a fucking party trick that is! You also, you'd be yeah, easy. but you'd also come downwards as well. That's not a problem if you inside someone. Yeah, we'd be cleaning up after a wang, don't we? have to wipe well, it off your knees gas. and your shins all the time. <laughs> that's why you have a sock. Always have a sock. Wang sock. Oh, can I tell you a joke? Go on, then. Why did the sperm cross the road? I put the wrong socks on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, for me, the wang socks was that odd sock I can't find the other four. <laughs> it ends its days in service. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's an insight we... Oh, for a world-class psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so, actually, before you two jump completely off the fence right. and get your um, triggered faces on... Okay. Why are we going to get triggered? Because Mike was getting triggered about how we're destroying the planet we were given Eden oh, yeah. and we've turned it into a shit. We have, though! <laughs> yeah, we have. But before you turn into an angry purple-haired lesbian... <laughs> Triggered! Let's just say that this is the sun. Yeah, but yeah. it's quoting Brisbane it's quoting University su- yeah. Studies. We don't know how reputable Brisbane University Studies no, department is. No, we don't. Or there's the Dr. Pask and Dr. Green's psychological state. 
Yeah, but you're sounding more like Michael Gove now. He says, don't trust the fucking... Experts. Experts. Yeah, I'm just saying... Too many experts. I think I'm going to take him at his word. He's looked into it. I haven't. It's not the sort of thing I Google. I do Google some weird things, but never. (laughs) How many babies are being born with weird cocks? But he's looked into this, and he's told us... Why is he looking into it? Because he's thinking on a different level than us, because he knows... Because they've been finding babies with fucking... Weird cocks. Weird cocks, yeah. Are they there? <laughs> what? every birth. To find them. No, they report it. Look, if you're the fucking midwife and you keep seeing corkscrew cocks and fucking green toad school uh-huh. fucking cocks, I don't know, just weird mutant cocks. You're going to fucking ring someone above, aren't you, at a different level and go, listen, mate, all I've seen three of these in two weeks. They take statistics for all these things. Exactly. Have you seen... A corkscrew green cock in the last week. Yes, but it's coming from the plastic. And we're all fucked. Oh, we're all full of chemicals. We're all oh, they're God, rotting yeah. us from the inside because they need a fucking population call. We know that's the truth. It's all for profit. Well, on the plus side, oh. there, there's, there's a significant shortening of the distance between the anus and the penis. So soon you're about to fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 With your deformed cock. <laughs> well, <laughs> say that in the article. <laughs> well, isn't that just the final fuck you from the Illuminati? Hey, we're poisoning you. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, son of mine. Not with that crippled cock. <laughs> that's, a, that's a brand of cider. I'm allowed to say it. Crippled cock it? cider. Yes! Apparently okay. these chemicals are using toothpaste and beauty products. I need herbicide. Well, that's why you never saw the toothpaste. <laughs> I better stop using that lipstick. <laughs> why is there a picture of mushrooms? That's what your cock's going to look like. It'll look like a Super Mario mushroom. Because it says herbicides, isn't it? So yeah. anything, so chemicals, or like the food you eat. And this is why know. I don't eat vegetables. Oh, for fuck, that's a great strategy, man. <laughs> there might be bad things in them vegetables, so I won't have a single one. They'll <laughs> eat the meat the from the animals that have eaten the grass. Yeah, and that are full of more shit and the chemicals oh, they've been pumping with to keep, them, them, to keep them sedate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to say, go and find a mountain spring that's pure and just drink from that. You eat chicken, don't you? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you've eaten steroids and all sorts of shit and just fuck knows what in that meat. We all do. We chlorinated chicken soon. Oh, yeah, chicken in a can. Mm, yeah. Adequate chicken in a can. <laughs> it's going to have a big Tesco fucking strut. Tesco adequate range. Don't you hate it how like you've got a fucking hierarchy of food quality now? Oh, you've got the finest. You'll know what level you're on by what you can afford. The economy chips are just in that clear plastic bag and they're all the... Mutated bruised potatoes yeah, and other ones, uh, the little stubby ones. But then you get the, the premium. Like, oh, these are twice yeah, baked. Straight, Ooh, yeah, yeah and they're they're covered in goose fat. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, fucking uh, that, that's capitalism, baby. Yeah, that's capitalism. That's capitalism. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the economy. Oh, yeah. The economy version. Oh man, yeah. Uh, we're Every on week. the Brexit to hell. <laughs> doom, doom. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, next one. Next one. Oh, I saw this. A uh, woman starts watching oh, old yeah. porn movie, then realises it's her mum and dad. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Didn't we do... I'm having deja vu. Did 
Did I read this? No, I don't think so. I've not heard it. Okay. Read, I, may, oh, I don't know if I'd have read it. I know the story. That might be why I'm having it. I've yeah. read it, but we didn't do it on air. I don't know. Uh, so, I'm anyway, sorry. A woman found herself in a truly horrifying situation when she realised the naughty movie she was watching was actually her parents. Retelling a disturbing story from when she was 15, the woman claimed she was off school because she was poorly when she went for a snooper in her parents' room. Can't have been that poorly then, can she? No, she was pretending. She says she found a pile of VHS tapes in the back of the wardrobe and hoping they were porn, decided to see what was on them. A decision she would very quickly regret. The video started with a shot of a sofa taken from a far distance, she told. She thought it looked familiar, but didn't think about it too much. It was me! <laughs> a naked man, who had been adjusting with the camera controls, walked away from the camera and towards a woman. She writes, Then the dude jumped on the woman and they started having stiff missionary sex. Ooh, it was the least time? sensual porn I've ever seen. And to 15, she's, she, how much porn is she watching? <laughs> Although I didn't have too much to go through, I didn't have too much to compare it with. I was pretty sure that this is amateur. It wasn't until the man stood up and started walking towards the camera with everything proudly on display that she recognised him. Oh dear. She said, I've never run so fast to the VHS player to hit stop, but it took forever. My legs were jelly. What, the VHS was she coming? Player, my v, the VHS player was so far away I was screaming. No, because I went to a Darth Vader. No for me, please, Gaz. No. Or <laughs> <laughs> her legs turned to jelly when she'd come in. <laughs> but it came out all low pitched and slow. Imagine that. So exactly that's what happened. She was wanking. Yeah. Yeah, she admits later on in the story. Spoilers. Ah, Sorry. so I was right. She claimed she managed to block the memory out for several years, but decided to share the story with her brother when she remembered. She remembered to share the burden. She says she can now laugh at the horrific memory, although admits things were very awkward around her parents the first few weeks. I can imagine. There's more, I think, isn't there? No, just the yeah, comments. No. Well, the version we read, because me and the, my missus discussed this, she admits... Have to, you been making sex tapes? No, uh, we read this article, or not this version of the article, but the one we read that she admitted that she was uh, having... Fun, she fun was, times. She says in that article, it's the worst one she's ever but seen. But in the one we read, it was like, but it's the best I've got, so I'm going to have one anyway. You know what it was like back then, tapes yeah. and that, it was rare to have a porno. They were like fucking gold. Drink. If you had a good one, you held on to it. Yeah, the old uh, internet wasn't about then. Fuck no, no. you only got your... You pour from two places, no, yep. three places. Elder Brothers of the Woods. Of the Woods, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and the, um, the 10 minute free view of Channel X, if you were looking at oh, the cable. Oh, yeah. Well, you saw a bit of tape, but nothing else. Yeah, but still. Who was coming up later yeah. that night? It was enough. Well. It was tits. 10 minutes? I could have gone three times back when I was 15. Anyway, I think we just lost all our female listeners. <laughs> so, uh, should we... Reminiscing about how wanky days. <laughs> uh, there's literally nothing we don't talk about. Oh, for a truly world-class psychiatrist, I've said it once, yeah. I'll say it again. Yeah, it would be... Would I hope one of our listeners is a psychologist. I'd like to get us um, uh, analysed. Psychiatrist even, and they are analysing. Not by a psychoanalyst, but an actual psychologist. Psychoanalysts are fucking, they're full of shit. They're they're like trying to interpret things and all that. You're you're pulling that thing out. 
of this well, so represents like, this. But would you say that about behavioural signs of these no, 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 serial killers? No, 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 no. I just... Like, I only know this because I recently read a book about psychoanalysis. Like, and it is analysing your dreams and the pit and the... I don't go for that kind of you stuff. You know, and analysing no. the... Th- and, Freudian stuff, like basically, you know, I'd say, oh, the fact that you dream about this or think of this represents this, and I, well, no, you're guessing at that, mate. Really? Yeah, I, I'd you? go with that. I don't go. For that's that guesswork. Stuff. That's not studying which parts of my brain are lighting up, and you know, uh, studying groups of people over time, and you know, it's not scientific in my opinion. Listen to me, in my opinion, but you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, I, I, but a psychologist, though, I would like an actual behavioural psychologist to listen to us. And then say, well, this is my uh, my appraisal of the three personalities, what types we are, or whatever, and see what boxes they put us in. Oh my God. If we fit in any. Yeah, we yeah. can't put us into yeah. a box. Yeah, we're unboxable. We're the boys in the fucking apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're drunk as fuck hey. on a podcast. Happy birthday, me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Should we do the fucking best game show in the world? In the flat, certainly. Well, it is, but come on, I'm going to be bold and brash because I'm drunk. In the world. In the world. If only we had more coverage, more exposure. Share us, listener, and tell your friends. No, because if we had, if if this any... became a we became a massive podcast. Mm-hmm. Alex would start playing, playing, upping his game to get more oh, crazy. To be featured. To be featured. Well, that's good yeah. for us. Well, it is, but it's also bad for the soul. world. But it's good for yeah. us. Anyway. The premise of the game is that Michael finds a couple of random weirdos from the internet and then it will pit them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. And we decide, in a three-way vote, on who has gone more batshit insane this week. Because it's alright to go a little bit Alex, or even half Alex, but remember, you should never go full Alex. Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? So, Mike, who's the first up? First up, uh, Rick Wiles says your phone company is creating the Mark of the Beast system. Right, uh, we've had him okay. before? Yeah, he's, he's been on a few times. The Mark of the Beast? Mark. Personal favourite of mine, I like him. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll recognise him when he comes up. As then. Is that Iron Maiden's new album, Mark of the Beast? Is it... <laughs> well, it's... it could be. Yeah. We are blowing the whistle on what the mobile phone industry is doing. I'm telling you, they're setting up the Mark of the Beast system, and you need to be alarmed. You need to you need to tell your phone company that you are going to resist it unto death. You have to resist it unto death. You have to do this. This this there is no choice in this. There is no gray area. This isn't like, well, I don't if I don't feel no. This is this is life or death. You have to resist it. Anybody who receives the mark of the beast shall be cast into the lake of fire. You need to contact your phone company and say, I know what you're up to. I know where you're taking us. And I am going to resist with all my might. I will not go there. If you think you're going to drag me into that type of, of world, that we're going to have a cashless system, that you're going to microchip us, that you're going to transfer payments through our phone by the contact of a microchip in my skin, I'll tell you where you can put your microchip. 
And you need to be real blunt with the phone companies. Folks, this is, this is no laughing matter. I believe that Lucifer is preparing to re-enter the world stage again. That once again, he will dominate this world. He is the God of this world. He is the one that this world is looking to. And we saw today, we heard people talking about their desire to see blood. We, we saw them, we, the people that were there, they're godless, they're Luciferian, they're devil worshipers. And they are waiting for this Luciferian, demonic, satanic empire to rise up. And they're going to make war against the saints. They're going to make war against the one holy Catholic and apostolic church of God. They're coming after every believer. And your phone company is involved in this. <laughs> I've got two questions. <laughs> three, actually. Three questions. Crazy. How does my phone company start? I've got three questions. Hello, phone company. Sorry, go ahead. All right. One, was the guy in the grey suit trying to argue against him but just couldn't get a word in edgeways, or was he agreeing with him? I have no idea, because we couldn't uh, see. No idea. Two... That guy in the middle, his entire bottom half of his face, <laughs> his beard. I just I mean, punch him. He looks like he's Chewbacca up to the nose. They look like they're on a rooftop. I'd push him off it, I would, based on his facial hair. I mean, it's like, it's not just Fuck his him. face. Yeah, but it's remember like, that the listeners can't see this. I know, I'm trying to describe it. It's like this thick, luxurious beard. This seems to go all the way down his neck. It's like he's joined to his chest hair. He's basically it's like everything below his nose, his hair. I mean, it even goes around the back of his neck. <laughs> it's like he's wearing a bandana of beard hair. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's horrific. It's. Just, I wish I could grow that much facial hair. I don't. I might. You might be able to. We've literally never tried. I have. We shave? Oh, have you tried to go a big one? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, it just didn't work. It looks like one of the wisp. Mike's got a pretty good beard. I, I can rock a good beard. You can rock a beard. I, I get... Um, Frankie Boyle beard. I can do a, a, a goatee at best, but I've got a gap right in the middle of my chin. Oh, dear. And I end up with two long strands, which Lack I can tie together. <laughs> Lack of testosterone, Ben. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> He's so defensive. He is, he? <laughs> I ain't no good, I'll man. shoot my cock like an AK-47 and take out a field of fucking assassins. Hey... I told you I, I beat my personal best lifting this week. It's not a lot. No, I'm not laughing at that. It's I genuinely respect you for doing it and going. It's just that, you know, your personal best isn't better than, like, the no. best's personal best. But no. in your head, you'll still think you can be the leader of the resistance. You know, how do you feel when you're doing your best lift next to someone who's doing 40 times your best lift? Is this, like... Will you, think, will you look at them and Is this think, in a competition to see who's going to be leader of the resistance? Yeah, will you look over well, them and think maybe he should I'll be I'll use leader. my low animal cunning, oh. put out the, uh, the laser gun from my uh, shorts and shoot him in the side of the head and then take control. Okay. <laughs> who's next in the game, Mike? Please tell me it's Ben. <laughs> There's a clip of Ben yeah. telling me how he's the greatest warrior soldier in history. Never said I was that. Never said I was that. <laughs> Not in so many ways, but you basically kind of have. <laughs> I used to the mum always said I'd be useful for something, and that something is a leader of the human resistance in the future. 
<laughs> Did she take you down to like Tijuana and places yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got this bunker in the garden for the vacation. <laughs> Is she in a, a special place now? Like, yeah, she's in the asylum. With bars and walls and. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nearly mentioned it. Feel like going and breaking her out? Yeah, thought about it. Thought about it. Probably have to stop the weed first. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, let's Come on. <laughs> How long are we on, seriously, time wise? 2.12. Oh, that's. I, oh, it's because we've been talking in between yeah. getting drunk. Yeah. Sorry for you, listener. Like I said, it's either going to be the worst or best episode. <laughs> that's my birthday party. Yeah, we've had a good time. <laughs> It's like our Christmas specials, our dark Christmas specials. We're pretty blitzed for them, to be fair. Yeah. There you go. When's your birthday, mate? Uh, December, mate. We've had it. Oh, we should. Did we get blitzed? We I should. I can't remember. I think we did. <laughs> we well, did we can't remember. Week, we assume yeah. we did. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a rule. Right. Isn't it? <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Next up, Pat Robertson. Hey, Pat oh, Robertson's no. man. <laughs> our favourite fucking Luke. Boo. Our favourite Alzheimer's ridden granddad. <laughs> He says that gays will destroy society to legitimise, quote, their weird way of doing sex. Oh, what did you say last week, guys? The bigger the front, the bigger the back. Yeah, oh, he loves a cock. Uh, this man loves the a cock. The incredible thing about the homosexuals is they are willing to destroy lives and destroy the whole fabric of society so long as they and their weird way of doing sex is, is, is legitimised. That's what they want, and they will uh, take away everything. They'll destroy marriage, they'll destroy families, they'll destroy, uh, the. Uh, in this case, the foster children. They're willing to tear down the entire edifice in order to have the, the majority of people recognize the way they do sex. That's what it amounts to. And 1%, ladies and gentlemen, get it, 1% of the country, from what we understand, are lesbian, 2% are homosexuals. And that is all, and yet that 2% and 1% are taking charge of the rest of us because they're so vocal and so authoritative, and they apparently dominate these legislative bodies. I think if Christians begin to speak out and insist that if some politician goes along with the gay agenda, that they're going to be voted out of office. And once they get that message, they'll start saying, well, we want to listen to the majority of the people in our society. Until they do, that small minority is going to be dominating everything we do in every aspect of our lives. Mark my word, it's going to happen. Oh, he loves the cock. The thing I don't get is he says... the not anything wrong with that, obviously. I'm not sure he what he was really the, saying, to be honest. Well, the 2% minority mm. of homosexuals mm. control American legislature. Yeah, well, 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 well. And they're in control of society, pushing their weird way of having sex, as you put it. They don't, you can't really push it on someone, can you? Either but you? what he doesn't realise is that the majority of people in the US support gay marriage and so... The majority of people already support it. Did they ever have something about like that? Yeah. They legalised it, yeah. yeah. Obama did, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. We, we legalised it before America, didn't we? And Ireland has not long legalised it as well. Yeah. So, so should be. That's pushing, pushing an agenda, good to Pat. 
Well, let's take over society. He's just an old bigot who likes a dick now and again, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's bang on the head. Well, he's banged a few heads as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Alex next. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the arena. The reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of insanity, Alex Jones. So what's he, which one's this, mate? Alex Jones melts down over oh, babies yeah. being murdered. This is a fresh one. This was live the other day on YouTube. This is fucking awesome. So to explain to you, Ben, this is the show I'm always quoting and going. I know. I, I do mean to listen to this over the weekend. I guess I haven't got round to it yet. But I mean, the actual, this is Joe Rogan on the left, the baldy guy. I know who they are. <laughs> oh, I don't think you didn't know you Yeah, I know they are. Well, I'm always banging on about it. I know the listeners. I've watched Joe Rogan's well, but... Mistress. Oh, yeah, that I love that he, always, he said in this one that cured him of his... Cause he used to be a conspiracy theorist and love all that shit. Then he did that show, realised how many broken, damaged, just silly people that you have to talk to who've got no evidence or nothing. It cured him. He yeah. Says, totally cured him. Oh, man, we should never do a show like that. He doesn't, <laughs> he's not into conspiracy theories anymore because <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I looked into it. Nah. Fair enough. So, anyway... Doesn't mean we don't have to be into it. I bet he hasn't gone to our list of weird alien encounters. I'm a believer then. Probably too busy being rich and successful. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> we'll get there one day, guys. Send us money, listener. <laughs> and, and hookers. Please? <laughs> no, I don't need them. Back in the day, huh? But no, just send money now. Brexit, if you're a listener from the States and abroad, Brexit's coming, we're going to be fucked financially. Uh, you have to send us money to keep the pod going. <laughs> or food package. To keep us alive. <laughs> to keep my kids alive. <laughs> no corn chicken, kids. though. Oh, man. Okay, let's go. Oh, we jest, but it might actually happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, let's see what Alex has got to say. I came here and I proved they're keeping babies alive and taking their organs. How did you prove that? <laughs> Jamie pulled some no, shit no, up no, on no, Google. No. They admit it now. That's they're, you they're normalizing it. No, the fucking... The governor... Listen to me! You really think, do you really think there's people out there campaigning for late-term abortions? You think that shit's real? You the think that shit's real? voted Monday to keep it legal Who would do that? Who would do that? that? Who would campaign for that? They fucking did it, That's the craziest shit ever. You can't fucking admit they're fucking killing already more kids, so you're telling me it isn't real when they had a fucking vote in the goddamn fucking Senate? That's, That's a conspiracy fun. theory. I am right That's a conspiracy theory. Do you think you're fucking tough? You're about to get it. Bullshit! <laughs> They're killing already more babies. Stop fucking lying. God fucking damn it. I'm getting pissed now. Don't get pissed. Go. No, I mean, okay. you saw the... Dude, it's he going to be fucking with me. Alex, 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 of course, I believe Eddie, it's all over the news. Eddie, I was just playing with Eddie, you. Eddie, let me explain to you. Well, let me explain to you. We went into a long conversation. I heard we, it. We played. I heard it. Okay, you heard it. I heard the whole podcast. Oh, you're I'm playing okay. with you. Okay. okay. Imagine my psychosis is this. Reality okay. is so crazy that I always thought I was so tough. I can't believe he doesn't have to pee anymore. That I, I'm pissed a little bit. Alex, the, point is, the point is, is that, <laughs> the point is, is that, dude, I'm not... 
The reality is so crazy. Why are we debating whether the earth is flat? Dude, they're keeping, they have human-animal hybrids. There's the, the freaking, I have been there when people that work for the Pentagon say that they, we go to the laboratory and we meet with the ambassador. We have to take higher and higher doses to meet with them. They're giving us technology and the technology work. I mean, this is going on, dude. Do you want to know this? Listen. Relax. You're thinking about Alex. space isn't real. The freaking dimensions, man. The aliens think are coming to the dimensions. Alex, think about what I said. I said, dude, do you think there's actually people out there that believe or that are, that are campaigning? I got a $20,000 Listen to what I said. Alex, he's fucking Did you hear what I said? I said, do you think there's actually people out there that are campaigning for late-term abortions? Of course there are, but I'm making it seem like I don't believe they are. No, I get it now. I get it. I'm being the ultimate skeptic. Okay. I'm being the ultimate skeptic. Listen, Eddie listen does, to that the words all, I said. does that all the time. He's just fucking like around. All right, can right. I just say... He's just playing to the crowd at that point. Of course, he's acting just so my favourite I'm, bit. I'm, I'm my winner. My winner's Pat. Yeah, before I say my winner, my favourite bit about that. Well, actually, no, who's the fucking. Sorry, who's this? Just because Alex. So, the other guy in the conversation who's not Joe Rogan is Eddie Bravo, who is one of, as I understand it, the world's most respected jujitsu experts, as in, he could not, like, historian or something. He's expert teacher practitioner whatever damn they are kind of thing like yeah he he's an absolute fucking killing machine is he, he, might not like, guy or just he also yeah, yeah ufc mma all that but he also loves a conspiracy theory he is a right. bit of a flat earther isn't he yeah he does i think believe flat earth. but my point is he is legitimately one of the, you don't want to fuck with him he'll he'll destroy you choke you out break your arm and alex goes you think you're tough i'm about to kick your ass and there's sort of it's winky wink because they're all friends like yeah. and uh, I, it's still all an act. Because wasn't he, he fighting with Joe last week? Wasn't he saying I'm going? Oh yeah, he was offering him out. And all that. But they yeah. said at the start of the pod, didn't they, Mike? To be fair, like oh, we spoke mm. on the phone for an hour and a half. I don't know how he talks in real life when he's talking on the phone, whether he's exactly the same as this or not. Of course he isn't. He's like calm and rational, Alex Jones. I don't know. Imagine if he's. Imagine if this is him. No, it's not. This is a performance. He's admitted. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he is performing. But but he's imagine if he is this hyped up and het up all the time. Like, yeah, this bit's the performance. The shit he says. I'm the conspiracy guy who knows everything. He was saying in this podcast, Ben, that when he was seven, his dad, who was a fucking dentist, a dentist, worked for the CIA and all that, didn't he? Had all his clearance. He was talking about cyborg technology. When I was seven, Joe, seven, you know, and I was sleeping with. <laughs> Yo, here we go. 25 year old <laughs> no he didn't say that <laughs> shit but you know I mean he yeah I get it it is a performance it is all fake I don't but think, I think it's started to blend into reality now because like his ex she said that he's, he's very he's lost the uh, he's very paranoid now apparently he's he's lost the, the, he used to be able to turn it on and off yeah. let's say the character of Alex the key, the key, it, but now he's lost it it's key, merged kayfab kayfab like when wrestlers believe their own they call it working yourself into a shoot you believe your character you'd start to believe you are that superhero in reality and that but then you're not your your yeah. dad or your because you, you pretend to be two people but, all the time mm. that you eventually just become one mm. When to become one. That's a Spice Girl song, which I sang last week as well. I'm trying to fit it into every week. Could you please pause it for a second? Yeah. So we're back. So let's let's pick a winner, gents. We've got uh, 
Rick Wiles, who says that your phone company is creating the mark of the beast with the man whose entirely his entire face from nose to neck is made of hair. Then we've got uh, a good old Pat Robinson, seven hundred club, who says that uh, gays will destroy society to legitimise their weird way of doing sex. <laughs> and then we've got Alex, who was uh, melting down over babies being murdered, interactive aliens. Mm. Uh, what intergalactic even I personally personally I'm going for Rick okay. I dropped from Pat to Rick Rick was spelt in the most insane, insane bollocks yeah the first one yeah Alex was putting on a show yeah and Pat's just an old bigot and he the phone company Ben <laughs> the phone companies are making me so, worship Satan so what am I supposed to say tomorrow ring three who's my phone up yeah hello how can we have press one for bills and pay, yeah. <laughs> five for other and wait three hours for someone to answer and go, hello, apparently you're connecting me to, to Satan. Can you stop? Can you cancel my Satan connection? I don't want the market okay. beast. No, no, I don't. No, I don't know what grade to Super Satan uh, <laughs> package. No, no, He's no. He's on no, no, I want to. No, I want to. What do you want this it. time, Ben? I, I, I want to cancel the Satan contract. And you cancel. Oh, a successful podcast. Please. Now, remember, he said resist to the death. He did. Because if you, if you get that mark, if you get if you get that microchip in your hand, that's the mark of the beast. You go to hell, burning in lake of fire for eternity. Well, I'm not that bad. <laughs> he says, it's better to be dead than have that mark of the beast. Rather the lake of fire than spending heaven and all eternity with Paul fucking McCartney. And him. And <laughs> me. <laughs> no, and Rick Wiles. Oh, yeah, fuck no, him. he's going straight to fucking hell, mate. He's a fucking charlatan. Paul McCartney, Cliff Richard, St. Tony, maybe. <laughs> Say Tony. Uh, no, I'd rather chance to get into hell. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather be in the uh, the fiery pit than spend eternity with them fuckers. Room for me, Tony. No, I don't want to be with Tony in hell. That would fucking suck. Could you just punch him in the face for eternity? There must be some cool people in hell. Every scientist. Be... Yeah, every like free thinker. Some of the bad guys from wrestling. I could hang out Gandhi. with them. Is he? Will he be in hell with Is his flip flops? Where are they going to hell? Well, oh, yeah, Christian hell. Well, surely they just they would get a assuming the Christianity is the it is the one true religion in this scenario. Obviously, yeah, obviously. so Gandhi's there. Anyone... Say, it's, if he's saying that Satan exists, so Satan exists, therefore Christianity must be must be true. Must be true. He that's what he's saying. So according to him, Gandhi will be in hell. Yeah. Don't Mother Teresa's in hell. Who's that? Oh no, she was a Catholic, wasn't she? Who? Mother Teresa. Yeah. Oh, she'll be in heaven though. Yeah, rather eternity in hell than heaven with fucking boring people. John Paul Sartre said, "Hell is being trapped forever with your friends." Yeah, but Holly, all his mates were French. Boys and the dwarf. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> on that note, on that no, note I think who, so. who's one? Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles. We have a Rick. Yeah. Well, there we go. So uh, thanks for listening. It's been weird. Ooh. Can oh, can I do cheap plug, plug section? Plug. Um, right. So we've got a band. Well, we haven't got a band. We've we got have. A- it started as a joke uh, on the show and it sort of turned into it from a joke name of a band to joke song titles to actually creating like actual songs uh, and we're going to put them all up eventually but there's a few of them up on YouTube 
and we've changed the name of the channel so it's easy to find now to Solar Warden Music. And if you can't understand my accent to our uh, international listeners, Solar, like S-O-L-A-R, Warden, W-A-R-D-E-N. You mean like the intergalactic space for the yeah, yeah. Earth? Them guys. And apparently there's a character in a game that's called that on one of the, uh, one of the games that the kids play that was brought to my attention. But we got it from the space program. Solar Warden Music. Look for that channel. And we've actually made a music video for the song Interdimensional Penis. Which uh, was featured on a punk, another podcast. It was on Tell em Steve Dave. Um, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, comic book men fan, you'll know that podcast. Or an Impractical Jokers fan, you might know that podcast. But yeah, they played our song, and we made a music video to it, and I'm really proud of it, and we want to make more in the future, so support it, share it, like it, play it, and go and check it out. Yeah, we'd like that. And like our Facebook page. Yes, hang on a second. If this was your first episode, I'm sorry we're so drunk. <laughs> so um, we'll close the show, and uh, say, I've been Ben, uh, thanks for listening, don't drink the Flavor Aid, and don't join a call. Uh, I'll say I've been Gaz, free Biff Tannen. I'll explain why you should free Biff Tannen on an upcoming nine-hour special episode extravaganza where we make Ben watch the Back to Future, the films, and discuss them at length. Yeah, boy! Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye. <laughs> I've been Mike. Peace out. Thanks for listening. May the force be with you. And we will leave you with the Solar Warden track, Interdimensional Penis. Which is, of course, inspired by Mike's actual penis. Yes. <laughs> Floating through dimensions, having more fun than his. <laughs> Interdimensional penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Enjoy.
Into Dimensional.